This month's Streaming Things is brought to you by Chester Copperpot, Stanton Valentino, Wendy O'Laughlin, Jason Hawkins, Matthew Amerson, Trey Barrera, Conrad, Luke and Sarah, David Malfara, Kaylee Sampson, Rabbit Dog and a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Joe Velez, Abby Vollmer, Valerie, Aaron Layton, John Collins, Sun Loving Mortal, Andrew Gray, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and Enza. Welcome back. My name is Chris. My name is Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, continuing our coverage of Yellow Jackets, this time episode four, Old Wounds. A terrible wound. Mm. Just an absolutely terrible festering wound. So we're four episodes in now. Maybe halfway? We don't know. (laughs) We don't know, to be honest. (laughs) I think there's nine. I'm, I'm putting my, if I was a betting man, if I was a Doc Holliday type, I would uh, I would bet on nine. I don't but know I, why I just always assume there'd be ten because there were ten for season one. A ten's yeah. a nice round number. Yeah, yeah. But if you go on, if you go online, there's on a the lot line. of inconsistent reporting. Some people say there's twelve episodes. Some people say there's eight. Who's in charge of this stuff? Yeah, Showtime is fucking up. Do Probably. I need to call them again? I'm thinking yeah. Mari. I will. Mari? Mari. It's definitely Mari. Yeah, it's a total Mari move to not actually Jeez, have the mess. episode count up. <laughs> Thank you all for listening, as always. And we got some new uh, iTunes reviews, some of them negative. So if you're a fan of the show and you haven't reviewed the show yet, hop on there and give us a give us a positive review. If you're feeling that way, don't lie. I'm not asking you to lie. That'd be yeah, dishonest. Don't be a liar. I'm not I'm not trying to rig the game here. Just a little bit. Just, you know, makes me feel better when I scroll the feed. And, huh. I brought joy to someone. Thank you. <laughs> or maybe I didn't. Maybe Madison did. But still. Madison's always bringing joy. Something of which I, I am a part best. brought joy. She does. You do a great job. I'm so grateful to have you here. Uh, thank you. A lot of people I reach out it. to say, we love Madison. And I'm like, we loved her first. <laughs> and I email them and say, lose my number. <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate which is kind it. of a thank weird you. response. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. That's just what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Keep but it real. I, I wanted to start things off. I was I was reading through a lot of our emails that we've gotten over the past couple of weeks, just rereading them. Um, and there's a couple of things I wanted to touch on and see what you guys thought about, because it's about typically episode two. But the show thus far, before we dive into the meat of episode four, one of them comes in from Taylor M. Uh, hey, guys, love, love, love the show. Thank you for letting me live in some of my favorite stories a little bit longer. Uh, I probably would have never started Yellow Jackets if it weren't for y'all. But season one had me obsessed and season two has yet to disappoint. Hear, hear that showtime? They wouldn't even listen to the show if it wasn't for us. Yeah. Hmm. But, send us money. But after listening to your coverage of episode two, I think I'm viewing some of the elements of the show a little differently than you guys. So I thought I'd write in to share and see what you think. Uh, and I'll read this one and another one because they're kind of saying the same thing. So at least Taylor, you won't feel like there's someone out there. Uh, that, that thinks the same way you do it at the very least. Uh, first, what is the viewer supposed to believe about the universe of the show at this point? Specifically, are we supposed to take recent events as absolute confirmation that there's a supernatural force at work here? Mm. Chris seems to think yes, but I'm not so sure. Maybe this is a result of my own worldview. I'm a bit of a Thaisa, but I still think everything that's happened in the show so far can be explained without invoking the supernatural. The snow falling on Jackie's pyre makes sense. As the hot smoke rose, the snow on the limbs of the trees above would start to melt, reducing the friction that held it in place and allowing it to slide off the limbs. That's one of the many reasons you don't start a big-ass fire right under a tree. Shauna and Jeff take notes. 
another example, <laughs> Travis's death as portrayed in Lottie's flashback. It appears as though the crane lifts Travis higher of its own accord, but Lottie was full on hallucinating Laura Lee at this time. She's not exactly a reliable narrator. If she was fully dissociated from reality, couldn't she have been the one controlling the crane herself? Similarly to Shauna hallucinating Jackie cutting her own flesh. Maybe there was never anything wrong with the crane at all. I'm choosing to view the show from the perspective that the supernatural element is still ambiguous. I think that's a more mm. compelling story because we can speculate about the psychological mechanisms at work that led to the delusions, hallucinations and antisocial behaviors we're starting to see from these characters rather than just chalking it up to ghosts be ghosting. Um, and there's a lot more in that email there, but I'll stop there. Um, and and uh, we have another email from Kim G basically saying the same thing. Uh, I wanted to bring up something that stuck out to me from episode two. You had a lot of other folks. And she said, I, I listened to roughly 5,000 Yellow Jackets discussion groups. Um, posited that the, roughly. the floof of the snow that fell from the trees above Jackie's funeral pyre was caused by magical means. I don't think it was. If you've ever had a bonfire or campfire in a snowy area, you know that it's a common occurrence. The rising heat from the flames will slowly melt any snow in the branches directly above your fire. This will eventually loosen the snow enough to fall, extinguishing your fire, or at least dampening it enough to produce glowing 225 degree embers ideal for slow roasting a delicious wood smoke Jackie brisket. I just had brisket, so that makes me uh, even hungrier. That was great. <laughs> uh, so those two emails, I mean, again, a lot more was said, but I wanted to throw that out to you guys. What do you think about so far? Just those thoughts. Madison? It's interesting the no paranormal side, but I do see where they're coming from. Like I like it's almost like the spirituality aspect of it is almost a way that they can rationalize these things happening to them, like out in the forest and stuff. I mean, I I, I can see it, but I don't. I think that they've pushed so hard for it at this point that it's hard to not see it like that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really interesting how. So you are, you are like fully on board that it's supernatural. I don't want to say fully. Cause I think that they make really good points. Um, but I just, to me, the writing doesn't seem like it's going in that direction, but I got you again. I don't know. What about you, Steve? Uh, I, th I think overall they are still leaning more towards in the supernatural point of view. Um, they are, I do appreciate the sort of things they've introduced, especially in this episode where it's like, oh, is this really just a natural occurring thing? Mm -hmm. But I think the show is supposed to be toying with you a lot, like along with the characters that are experiencing this. It's like you're supposed to be questioning, is this real life? Am I hallucinating? Did that really happen? Did I really see that thing? Or am I just losing it? I feel like they really want you to, be in that headspace with them. But there's also definitely like, they're really leaning into some supernaturally stuff, like especially with like Taisa and seeing mm -hmm. the no eyed guy. Um, and, and some of the, the, the animal stuff that's happening is very supernatural. Like the birds just flying into the, the cabin and stuff like that's all super supernatural. And if it, yeah. they would have to jump through hoops to justify stuff like that, you know, in a way that makes sense. If this is supposed to be grounded in a, you know, everything is real, uh, and there is no supernatural stuff happening at all. They would have to jump through a lot of hoops. I, I feel like especially because at the end of season one, it I feel like it was very neutral at that point with whether they were going to go the supernatural yeah. or not. But the fact that they have been leaning more towards that in season two makes me think that this is where they're committing. This is where they're going. I agree. I think um, I agree 100% with you guys. But I, I would go a step f maybe further uh, and just say I, I think it's I think it has been confirmed kind of in the sense that Steve said, um, to be a supernatural element, to disagree with the, the listeners a little bit. And in that sense, the reason I say that is because in my opinion, 
if it wasn't, um, I think that that would make the writing bad because that would make a lot of the the signals that they've thrown us to like to be red herrings. And that's not fair. For instance, mm-hmm. yes, the snow could have melted from the fire. I think that's a great explanation. hundred yeah. percent. What makes it supernatural uh, is that the the showrunners decided to show us that POV camera footage the of the Raimi Sam ghost. Raimi ghost. And they added like a supernatural. <sighs> Yeah, flying through the air before the snow fell. And like, you don't do that. You're visually queuing up that there is a uh, an intelligence, uh, whether malevolent or not is up for debate, but an intelligence like enacting that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you have it not be the case, then you're just visually lying to us. And if I wasn't able to guess because you lied to me, well, that's on you. That's a shitty thing to do. You know? Yeah. Um, So that's my take on that. I think that there is an explanation for everything that we've seen. But not in the way the show shows it to us. Like Steve with the birds, that's a great answer. I, I don't think there is an explanation for that. What about Laura Lee's uh, plane just randomly catching fire in the passenger seat and then combusting? Like that's not something planes do. That Lottie's foretold. Yes, yeah. exactly. And Lottie has known everything in advance. And if it was all just mental illness, uh, that would be highly unlikely for so many of our main characters to be suffering from severe Mental, mental illnesses that precede the events of the show and therefore, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that would just, that's even worse. So that's my take on all of that. But I want to make sure we were on the same page there because quite a few people wrote in like, you guys are really hanging on the fact that there's a ghost there and I don't think that's been confirmed yet. And I, I think it has, you know, just from the visual language of the show, if nothing else. Yeah. Well, also too, you know, we saw this figure right before Jackie died. You know, like oh, I'm you're here. still hanging on to that, you know, visual of Jackie seeing somebody before she passed away. Yes. And I think that it's not that it's not interesting. I'm with you, Taylor. I think it is interesting. But if there is no supernatural element, that makes all of our characters way worse people. Right. Like if they were compelled yeah. by like like a, kind of an, an a poltergeist kind of way, like or an exorcist kind of way, like, oh, does it does it compel me? It was um, like edging them on. To- yes. To do the cannibalism, to yeah. do the num num on the jacket. Yeah. Do it. Come on, guys. It's really cool. <laughs> All the college kids are doing it. <laughs> oh, we do want to go to college soon. Yeah. <laughs> Changing tracks here. Taylor goes on to say in her email, uh, who is the antler queen? And again, this is stuff that we haven't talked about a lot that I thought maybe a lot of people would be interested in. You guys seem pretty convinced that it's Lottie. That's definitely a reasonable assumption, but I'm not taking it for granted. I think this last episode uh, contains some indications that the Antler Queen may in fact be Shauna. First, there's the very intentionally framed scene with Shauna standing between Lottie and Ty. I agree with Rachel and Steve. Rachel and Steve's read. Maybe Madison and Steve. Maybe she's watching Friends at the time. I can be Rachel. (laughs) It's Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with Madison and Steve's read that this foreshadows uh, that whichever one Shauna decided to back will be the determining factor in whose mindset prevails. This fits with her uh, being in a position of leadership and influence. And then there's the cannibalism scene. You guys said that Lottie was the one to say she wants us to. And you weren't quite sure who took the first bite, but it was actually Shauna who did both. We see all of the others dressed in their Grecian banquet finery, waiting for Shauna to take a bite before they start eating. This could be viewed as a sign of respect that is generally afforded to royalty, such as a queen of antlers, perhaps. Uh, It also parallels one of the scenes toward the end of the plot on the pilot episode. Rather, sorry, the antler queen and her fur clad cult members are lined up in front of their latest kill and the queen nods her head before the others start digging in. I don't know. I could totally see it being Lottie for obvious reasons. Just trying to keep things interesting. Winky face. Thanks for reading. Buzz, 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 motherfuckers. Buzz, buzz, buzz. 
Uh, I don't know. I think I have just kind of spoken like it's confirmed that Lottie's the antler queen in in recent episodes. And I want to see if you guys what you thought about that, because that might be my misstep. To me, it's the imagery, right? I mean, the camera has pinned Lottie in front of antlers several times. Mm-hmm. Multiple. Myriad. <laughs> yes. There's been a dearth of it. Yeah. And so I <laughs> I still, I think I'm 90% committed that Lottie is the antler queen. And I think the other 10% of me is like, it's just not confirmed via the show. So I don't want to completely commit to it. But um yeah, I, I can see where this person is coming from, where it could be Shauna or people have speculated that it's actually Ty, but Ooh. or yeah, it's one of the three of them. I do think Lottie as the antler queen could be a red herring. Like it's been telegraphed yeah. so much that that's why it's going to be a twist that it's <gasps> Crystal. Or, you know, <laughs> that'd be so disappointing. Oh my God, or, no, I would love it. Or <laughs> oh my God, if it's Crystal, this show is amazing. <laughs> Or there's this idea that it could be multiple people. It's Javi. Yeah. Yas Queen. Yas Queen. Oh my I'm god. I'm sorry. Everyone's like, oh my god, that scene in the beginning was so scary because they ate their friend. But what we didn't see was immediately after they ate their friend, they just burst out into show tunes. And mm-hmm. Chris is like, let's sing, girls. <laughs> and a one, two, three, go. Five, six, seven, eight. That's what there's no business like show business. There's no business I know. Oh, goodness. So you got Everything I know about the peeling. <laughs> so what do you think about Lottie Antler Queen or no? I, I, I'm a, I agree with Madison. We're like, they are, they're definitely, the showrunners are definitely framing it to be, you know, they're, they're visually telling us, look at Lottie, look at Lottie. She's got antlers. Look at that. It's probably her. <laughs> look at that. Look, look at that. that. <laughs> look at that. She got them antlers. Uh, but it, it, they very well could, that could be a twist. That could be a swerve somehow. Sure. And we're, and we're missing these more subtle clues like uh, Taylor. Is that who wrote this in? Uh, yeah, I believe uh, so. Like Taylor is, is picking up these more subtle clues with Shauna where it could be her or maybe even these clues about Taisa and her connection to the supernatural elements with a man with no eyes. Uh, it's definitely one of the three of them. The showrunners are trying to get us to look at Lottie for it. And again, whether yes. that's a red herring or not, like you said, Chris, I think it's possible that it could be a red herring. I do think Taylor's onto something in the sense of uh, especially season two, like the one of the biggest plot points is that they're framing this. Uh, dichotomy of perspectives within the crew in the wilderness. Like mm-hmm. one is one supports Thaisa's uh, rationalism, and one supports Lottie's kind of theocracy. Yeah. And uh, Shauna is kind of just the only one I can think of that's in between the two. Like just kind of uncommitted, right? Yeah. Um. And so that that and then they did symbolize that as adults with the three of them. So I, I love that. And one last thing before we get into episode four, I know we're running late on time, but I think this is important. Uh, th- this email comes in from uh, Mayra B. I love you guys. You are one, if not the only podcast that I can listen to on my one hour commute without getting sleepy. Thank you. Thank you for listening. That's so kind. Yeah, Don't you. get sleepy. Now, that being said, the whole episode, I was waiting for the speculations about the fucking jacket. That was all caps. The second I saw, and this blew my mind when I read it. I cannot believe I Wait, did not is catch this, in, this. Is this in reference to episode, which episode? Uh, this is probably episode two, maybe okay, three. Okay. Yeah, I think two, where they tried to, she's talking about Jackie's jacket. Oh, okay. I, the second I saw the whole shenanigans about jacket on, jacket off. <laughs> You're so Sorry. proud of yourself. You're so goddamn I just, proud All of I did yourself. was read it. I was thinking about <laughs> that at some point it had to come off because Shauna had it in 2021, but it did. She's right, but it didn't. They burnt the jacket. Did the spirits take it? Do they find it later? Did I miss something? LOL. I would love to hear some conspiracy theories. Love you guys. Um, Now, this is either a flub 
or Shauna lied to her daughter when she said, hey, that's actually Jackie's jacket. Because I think it was the Halloween Wait. party where she said, you're wearing Jackie's jacket. But I think Callie is wearing her uniform, not Yeah, Callie's the wearing the uniform, not the jacket in the Halloween thing. Not the, uh, not there the, was no jacket? Not the Then what vitamin. is she talking about? Maybe that's not what May was referring to. I don't Maybe is her jacket in Jackie's room when Shauna was at her parents' house? Jackie's jacket. Jackie's jacket. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to say. Dang, that kind of took the wind out of my sails because I totally thought it was that scene. But you're right, it's a uniform. Well, anyway. <laughs> Jackie's well, jacket. I'm trying to look up. There's a there's a Jackie's jacket thread on jackiesjacket.com, but Reddit's being a, a a hoe bag and not let me log in so I can read it because it's marked as uh, not safe for work. Mm. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Are you sure you're on the right Jackie's jacket? <laughs> Are you on the right jacket thread, Steve? <laughs> it's yellow jackets but with a zero. You're spelling jacket with an e, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll here. I'll keep looking for it. We can move on, I'll, yeah. but I'll keep looking to see what this Well, is. I tried to have a good discussion about that, but I, I made a dumb move. I may not be a smart man, but why I am like, I, why am I picturing just a ghost like wearing Jackie's jacket? It's just like, Slay. it's just hovering around <laughs> in the forest. It's cold out there. Taisa sees just like a hovering yellow jacket. Letterman. <laughs> the guy, the man with no eyes, like, does this look good? <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> this is my color. <laughs> Let's dive into old wounds. But first, let me just take a, if you want to uh, send one of those emails that we may read on the show and start a conversation, you can email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. That's streamingthingspod at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at streamthingpod and on Instagram at streamingthingspodofficial on the Insta there with daily uh, posts and stories, keeping you apprised of our schedule and little cute things like that. Clips from the show. Sometimes that's a new thing we're doing. So ha ha check that out. And Hope laugh. you guys have been enjoying those reels. They've been fun to make. Yeah. 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 Steve hard reels. at work over there. Just, mm -hmm. uh, just a chipping away. Chipping away. So good. You can also support the show, become a patron. One of the people uh, without whom we could not be doing this show right now at patreon.com slash streaming things and get access to a whole bunch of bonus episodes and, and maybe even the discord where you can message us directly and, and join in all kinds of cool stuff like Steve's fireside chats. Yeah, man. Who knows? Madison lurks around there sometimes. She sometimes. may, she may heart your post. She yeah. may, she might thumb it down. She's done that to me a bunch. Always, <laughs> always thumbing them down. <laughs> she didn't read them. That's fair. Like, oh, Chris is posting. Mm -hmm. mm, thumbs down. Downvote. She's the real. Okay, so uh, so I did get that Reddit thread to upload, and it it was just basically what we just said. Someone was like, "Didn't she have Jackie's jacket?" And then a bunch of people were like, "No, she was wearing the uniform at the party." Oh, so that's what that is, yeah. maybe. Okay, thank you guys. We just in real time. Now, yeah. is that, if you if they're referring to a different scene with Jackie's jacket and not that one, let us know. Yeah, if you're watching on the YouTube, you might you might say, "Hey, Chris is looking extra sexy today." The reason is I got some uh, streaming things merch from the West River Printing Company. Link is in the show notes to the YouTube video that you're watching. Uh, it's also in our, our our link tree, our bio. It's everywhere you can find it, I think. If not, just yeah. hit me up. And not just these shirts, but yellow jacket specific shirts, including a yellow jacket. Is it Jackie's jacket? No, because that one got burnt up. That's true. <laughs> it's a rain jacket. Yeah, it is. It's, it's it really looks, nice. It, it repels all water. And ghosts. That's true. <laughs> That's, that may or may not exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> This way we haven't tested. There's no it. way to test that, but we're going to say it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's dive right in. Yellow Jackets episode four, Old Wounds. It starts off in 1996. Van is trying to talk to Taisa. They're outside again, and looks like she's been wand. She's been a wandering. She found another rune symbol. 
carved into the tree. We've been calling it just to save time intelligently, something really clever like circle triangle man, I think. Right. Uh, bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it kind of looks like a, bumblebee. Oh, I forgot. Yes. Somebody else wrote in a really mean, I don't know if it was a mean thing, but I took it like, damn, we're dumb. I think it was a bad review. One of those bad iTunes reviews, but somebody okay. was like, and I, I'm so sorry if you're listening and you're like, it wasn't mean. I'm just mixing it with mean stuff in my head. But somebody said, why is it called honeycombs? That's a dumb segment name because yellow jackets aren't bees. Mm-hmm. Mm. And like, I was like, holy shit, you're right. Uh, <laughs> that was the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. By the way, speaking of bees, did your dad ever tell you about the birds and the yellow jackets, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, he didn't. He was in prison. <laughs> I laughed harder. <laughs> you tried to make it awkward, but it was funnier. <laughs> but anyway, so Van. What is to- Steve's backstory? I'll only get about little nuggets at a time. Yeah, jot those down. Like yeah. little clues, breadcrumbs. Van wants to talk to Lottie. They found another symbol. Um, and it looks like Van is mapping the symbol. Like yeah. she's, she's like, hey. I wonder what this does. I wonder. Let me keep track of all these trees. Maybe those it, were a lot of symbols. They've been I, walking a lot. They've been doing a lot is of Van night getting walking. Any sleep? Probably not. Just honestly, it kind of makes me mad. Like I like Thais's character generally a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't like how she's been treating Van. Uh, I've been waiting for Van to kind of blow up more than she does. Like she does a little bit, right? Like she's like, "Hey, you ate her fucking face." You know, she she pulls that sometimes. But so I was watching an interview with uh, Liv Hewson, who plays van and they did a really great explanation as to why van is kind of taking in Thais's bullshit or however you like, you know, cause Ty is being mean to her. It's bullshit. Yeah. But essentially, uh, Liv went into this conversation of like their mom is a alcoholic. Like van's character is an alcohol or van's mom is a alcoholic. Mm. And so dealing with this, idea of sporadic moods like you know her mom probably waking up in places that she didn't remember like just you know the idea of like van having to constantly deal with an alcoholic i think is helping her deal with taisa sure which i thought was very i thought was just very interesting insight into that character and how that actor is looking at playing uh, Van's character with that time. Yeah, that's really good insight because um, if you ever read like uh, Codependent No More, there's a lot of stories of people who do deal with, um, you know, alcoholic partners and their codependency yeah. has them acting very similarly. So I think that's a very, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I kind of forgot that Van's mom was an alcoholic because we, yeah. we only saw her the first episode forever ago and it's easy to forget. Yeah. And I mean, originally Van, I don't think was supposed to make it to season two. And I think Liv Hewson was... They just really liked uh, their version of Van on the show. So they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to She survives keep the wolf on. attack. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, just watching some of those scenes, it makes me really frustrated. And like, that's a really good explanation for why the character would put up with it. But it doesn't make me less angry. Sure, know? sure. Because yeah. it's like, she's like, can we just talk to, I think we need to talk to Lottie. And, and no, I got this. And I'm like, no, tell her like. Lady, I'm getting up every fucking night, tying myself to you, chasing you around. Like this is a lot on me. Just to be fair, yeah. Let's You're move. literally dragging me down. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really cold out here. We're looking at trees. I, I don't feel know what like the fuck I'm tied to an anchor. It's a really lame rendition of Glenn Close, and I don't like it. I don't also, like looking how, at it. Every how time. Have they <laughs> just now been noticing these fucking symbols? I know it's been driving you nuts like, for months. The fact that Van was able to find all of these symbols and note them down, and they have been in the woods for how long? Well, it's because she's got the Taisa Sleepy Tea Compass. <laughs> she 
don't know where they're at. <laughs> right. Tons but, over here. But you, they had to have been exploring and like walking around the, I'm getting too technical. What if she could it? find other things? That'd be cool. I don't yeah. know what. What would, yeah. I don't She's know. Like a, what, is she like a truffle pig or something? <laughs> <laughs> something. Like, you know, I used to smoke weed over here when I was a kid. Something. You don't know what Sleepy T's been up to. Sleepy Time Ty. Leaving a whole, leaving a whole sure. life. Living a whole life. But back in 2021. Wait, what would Van do if Ty cl- climbed up a tree? Just wait. She's a just do, a steadfast, do, do, codependent do you, woman. Do you think like uh, Sleepy Time T is like trying to climb? Like, eh, eh, but she's, she's like, like <laughs> she's like tied, and Van's like, I ain't climbing. So it's just like <laughs> she's like yanking on her shirt. Yeah, let me get up there. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Sleepy T was really chill. Yes, you can come with me. Yeah, versus before where Ty was literally eating dirt and climbing into trees. Yeah, I still want to know what the dirt. She grew out of that. About. Yeah, she she grew out. It of was it. the truffle pig that. phase. Yeah, she ate truffle. all the truffles now. Yeah, all the truffles are gone. Now we're looking for runes. No, I'm just saying. Look at <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I'm a- not waking up with dry mouth. That's great. <laughs> Everyone's been through that phase in their life. I have. Right. Yeah. But back in 2021, we cut straight to uh, current Taisa snapping in and out of her like mirror self, whatever that is, um, having memories of her. Uh, what he called her? She hired Jessica of her her lackey that was keeping well, she, track of the other ladies. I think she breaks into Jessica's office and steals uh, the Jessica's information on Van so she can find out where Van lives so she can go to Van. That's what that was. Ooh, yeah. which I, I think last episode Genius. Ty was watching her mirror self do the little uh, symbol thing on her face. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody comment saying that was like van scars like trying to show like scars yeah i saw was that a youtube or something i think on youtube yeah yeah, that was a great comment i think that's yeah. correct when she said go to her right after that yeah because what did i say it was i thought it was the triangle symbol with an eyeball in the middle like the <laughs> oh, spirits no. watching you i just thought she was the mimicking Illumi- her rapping illuminati <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what like, i thought well i was tinfoil yeah. hat <laughs> so yeah good call out on that and some of the stuff i might be thinking of might just be youtube comments that's true mm-hmm. um but yeah so she she does all that she wakes up in the cars on e that's the worst so she starts walking starts a foot in it and then we get the the title card uh this they, title card different because this is the Alanis Morissette version yes. that plays Rockin'. the normal one. Yeah. Yep. I love Alanis Morissette. Jackie Little Pill was oh, a seminal moment in my life. So yeah. good. And you ought to know, Steve. You ought to know. Mm-hmm. You. All I really you. want is to be forgiven. It's true. Yeah. Isn't it ironic? I think it is. Don't you think? <laughs> I got my hand in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Alanis's version? I love it so much. I yeah. love it. Yeah. So good. We, I want multiple versions. Every episode should be different. Like we get Lana Del Rey next week. Ooh. Maybe a Billie Eilish. Ooh. A Paramore if you want to really tickle rockers. me. No. Yeah. Just let me do this. Too. Get some Lush in there. No. Like a Lush cover. How about thinking, Garbage? Garbage. I yeah. was thinking Shirley Hole, Manson. Even though Hole? we don't we don't stand Courtney Love. We, don't. we do Maybe, not. Yeah. I'm uh, okay. I'm open. Let's do it. Smashing pumpkins. I'll call Showtime. Yeah, please (laughs) text them and ask them how many episodes, please. Yeah, yeah. We cut to Shauna. I got a show schedule to make Showtime. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, think of think of us. Think Think of of the children. Come on. Shauna had told Jeff that a tow company found the minivan. She didn't tell him the truth about how. Huh? Toes. Yeah, tow. T O W. (laughs) (laughs) Not a T O E company. That'd be Tarantino, huh? 
<laughs> and he seems to believe her kinda. And he's just like, whatever, I'm not gonna deal with it, right? Um, and then Callie walks in, says she's going to Alana's, uh, but we it's important to know, because I took a note of it, that Shauna bought Jeff some odor resistant cruise socks, implying he's got, speaking of toes, the stinky, stinky feet. feet. Stinky mm-hmm. feet. You got stinky feet. And I could tell that about Jeff. There's some people you just look at and go, stinky feet. Stank. Yeah. Oh show. They got stinky little you piggies. Can see the stank on them. All nine of those piggies are oh. stinking. All nine big, of these piggies are fresh as a daisy. Uh, and then he tells her that people know about the affair. He ran into the cops at the gym and she doesn't actually ask me details about that, which I found funny. Um, and they take kind of doofus. They take shots at each other. He's like, yeah, because you were gallivanting all around town. Everybody. It's a small town, Shauna. And she's like, yeah, small town enough to where maybe you wouldn't want to wear a ski mask and run around blackmailing people. Yeah, And also, you <laughs> didn't know, you dumbass for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was getting dicked down forever. You didn't know. <laughs> forever. Too busy blackmailing my friends. We did it in our bed. <laughs> That's he was true. right near he you. Was, he was closet. in the closet, you mm-hmm. dummy. It's true. Uh, we cut to Natalie creeping on a vexed Lottie. Lottie looks very stressed. Natalie's she's creeping on in uh, and she says she's going to the bank and Natalie wants the keys to bond with Lisa is this essentially the uh, short version of that scene, which I got the impression that Natalie, of course, had something up her sleeve. She wanted the keys for other reasons, maybe to get into Lottie's house or something was what I was thinking because she keeps it locked like her Charlotte's yeah, I'm, I'm a little web. confused. I thought Nat was wanting to leave. Can Nat not leave? Or is she choosing to stay? I think she's cho- like she. I my take on all of the last couple of episodes is that she's slowly uh, becoming entranced or seduced by mm. Lottie's cult, even though she's the most stubborn against that person that there is, and that she wants to stay and she's unwilling to admit it. Right? She's very. She's been intrigued. Like she can see her like lingering and looking in at little like yoga sessions and shit. Like, but do we I think just, it's I like? I disagree with you wholeheartedly. Do you think it's like just a hidden <laughs> agenda of like I want to like what is Lottie hiding? Well, keep in mind, I Steve. Think it, I think it's yeah. She's trying to figure out what Lottie's hiding because she steals the keys. Yes, but and it doesn't come back around to the end of the episode where like oh I'm no one's watching me now I can get into mm. Lottie's house and yeah. get what she's looking after. Sure, but. I do, I do, but she just uh, happens to hang out with Lisa for a day and feel like, oh, this kid's kind of cool. I'll help her out. I do think there's parts of her that are buying into it, though. Maybe parts Some of it, sure. But keep I, in mind, I think she's in she's, the trailer. There's a scene of Natalie going, Lottie's going to help us. She's great, guys. Before you go too down the road of that's well, never going to happen. I mean, I think there's still an element of like Lottie wants to help Nat or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Lottie, or Nat is seeking help because there is a scene where. Um, in the trailer, Nat, I think, is getting treated by Lottie in some way, mm-hmm. like in a sacred room. I don't know. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm not talking that she's not going to get to get like, there. Overall, but right now with the show that's happened so far, she's uh, she has her own motivations and she's not there content. I agree with you. I just think that there's I think there's a lot more like in the scene, especially with her helping Lisa. Like that was like she took joy from that. Right. And she's like surprised that that, that she actually cares. And we'll get to that here soon. But mm-hmm. Um, I do think there's a lot of, we know this for a fact about Natalie, that she's got a lot of unaddressed trauma that the multiple stents and rehab have not healed whatsoever. Right. But you'll notice that in this episode later on, she turns down alcohol, like something about what she's doing right now is working more than it ever has. It was my take on it. Um, she is a sneaky lady. I just, she do be sneaky. I just think there's, you know, Natalie wants to be loved. She loves love too. She just misses Travis. She does love love. And Steve loves love. She loves Travis. She, I love Travis. Yeah, I don't know why. I love you too. <laughs> I was super good to you. I wanted my friends to tell you you were right. I let you touch my wiener a I'm bunch, like, so many times, like literally 
so many yeah. positions. <laughs> Even when like I your froze. hands were cold and I asked you, warm those up first. <laughs> you didn't. But I let it happen because I love you. I love you, bro. Mm-hmm. We love Travis on this show. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so she's creeping. She does get the keys. She gets the keys. Uh, I don't know if Lottie, I think Lottie was just too busy to see through that obvious deception. Right. Um, when we cut to Misty, I know Lottie's deal with a lot. She's she having is. visions again. She is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Misty can't reach Shauna or Taisa. She's leaving. Uh, well, she doesn't leave a voicemail, but she gets the voicemail. I think of Taisa again. It might be Shauna, but she's tried to call both of them multiple times. Uh, Walter's driving. And he lets her pick the music. And for some reason, he's got a, a box of cassettes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> okay. And, uh, and she's convinced he's like preying on her yellow jackets fame because these cassette tapes are all of her favoritest musical soundtracks of all time. And that's evidence to her that he's been, he's been prepping this. He's been spying yeah. on her. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he just wants to work with a famous agent, African gray. Yeah. That's it, man. I don't care about that. It was like 30 years ago. And he, she's like, yellow 25. jacket is the least interesting about you, girl. Ooh, he's, he's turning me up. He, yeah. He's like saying, <laughs> he's, he's getting it. He's saying all the right things to me. Is this he's, what they call the like, Riz, Steve? Oh, Walter big W on wow. the Riz front. All right. Okay. Is he the Rizzler, Madison? The Rizzler. <laughs> He so. puts the Riz in forensics. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's saying all the right things. He's saying his her friends are lucky to have her, a friend that is so ride or die for them. And they're going to call any moment because you're great. Here are the musicals you love. Yeah, you just dropped a, a Sweeney Todd reference. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, so you just happen to love musicals? And he's like, yeah, I do. Um, uh, super I, have cute a, I have a heart, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out the tin man over here. <laughs> But I, I do love this cut because they start playing um, uh, one of the uh, the tapes. I'm going to save it for the later in the show. But that song, trans, they li- they're listening to it on the cassette, but it cuts to young Misty and young Crystal singing the song yes. in the cabin. Which that was, was, nice. that was, was a good transition. There was a couple good transitions in this episode specifically, but yeah. like um, like this one, this match cut was great. Yeah. I, I put audio match cut. I don't even know if that's what it's called. But um, And Travis is over at Eden. Uh, some soup, some broth. It doesn't look great. doesn't look great. Misty and Crystal are having a good time singing. Um, and it's starling soup. So it's the, the, the birds that fell from the sky. They turned into soup. Uh, and Shauna bursts in and says, someone has been stealing beer meat from the shed. Beer meat. Beer meat. I wish beer they meat. had beer meat. <laughs> beer, the beer That's cheese. Funny. Somebody got all the beer cheese. Bear meat. Reading's hard. From the shed. And Mari accuses the coach, of all people, of stealing the meat. Mari's starting to piss me off, yeah, too. Yeah, Mari... Is annoying as Thank hell. Thank you. <laughs> more annoying than some might say Callie is. Mari's being a hoe bag for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is a dumb thing. Like, you know who is stealing the meat? The guy who can walk at three, like two miles an hour. Like that guy. Like what? Why would she even like accuse uh, well, him? I think Mari is like. He never leaves the cabin. <laughs> right. He's yeah. like literally can't get up. But I think that Mari is the furthest in the Lottie camp. If you want to put it like a political yeah. spectrum, she's like super right wing Lottie, which is surprising to me because like, I feel like they haven't really established that enough about her until this episode. Cause I feel like Mari took a really weird turn in this one. Uh, I think they, they've been kind of leading up to it ish. Yeah. But I, I, when I think of who is in Lottie's camp, I don't think Mari because also Mari is in that four or five girls where every time they cut their yeah. hair, it takes me half a second. To be like, which one is that? But you know, yes. who has been, kind of back and forth is Misty. Misty has been kind of back and forth with 
Lottie. Yeah. Like, she's mostly an outspoken Lottie supporter, but correct. she's quick to. Lot, first off, Misty supports Misty above all else. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. Yeah. For sure. Period. But I feel like Mari, like a couple episodes ago, she was the one that was like, after the morning, it was maybe last week, the morning after they ate Jackie, she was the one that was like, who wants breakfast? Like, she's kind of been that way, like the whole time. Oh, she's always been a stick in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. The old yeah. stick in the mud. She was the one. Well, she wasn't she the one that made fun of Mari, like in, or I'm sorry, made fun of Lottie in the first season when she yeah. was like, are you uh, talking to your boyfriend, the ghost upstairs? And yeah. Lottie's like, like clap back with that. Like, yeah, did you get kind of for a, your cousin or something? Kind of a bully. I can't remember. Oh, she's the cousin lover. Yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's third cousins, Chris. All right, it doesn't fine. count. Doesn't. It's true. Count. Especially in New Jersey. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, specifically in New Jersey is fine? Well, that's where they're from. Yeah, Mari is like always been kind of a butthead. I was just saying, I, I feel like her like, you know, zealotness about Lottie mm-hmm. for me was a little kind of like, but again, that, could be, for you. that could be because again, because Lottie's in that camp of girls that takes me longer than it should to figure out which one she is. And I think, <laughs> but, but I think what that is, is her immediate attack on the coach is because coach didn't eat Jackie. And so that's their way of saying like, there's people that are already looking at him for not buying in to the party, the way things are going mm-hmm. down. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that is. I think that's why coach specifically it's because they're all kind of looking there. It's basically like, Oh, what are you a cop? You don't eat people now. Like, <laughs> like oh, that vibe. Oh, good. We good. I'm glad we're sharing a cabin with a vegan. Yeah. This isn't <laughs> awkward at all. Yeah. Like, and, Oh, do you need something special to have for dinner? You can't eat what the rest of us are eating. Barf. And I kind of <laughs> buy that. Like I could see somebody making you feel extra guilty and there being resentment there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was hungry. We were all hungry. We were all doing it. And now you're making it weird, man. Ooh, right. let's get breadsticks. Oh, wait. <laughs> you're gluten free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you eat mm-hmm. Blaming the coach, though. That was a low blow. And he he, he, he claps back. Yeah, he does. He's yeah, like, he does. I'll Good beat your him. ass. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'll club you with my stick. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm literally a grown ass man. Come here. I can't catch you, but come here. Um, Someone catch her for me. <laughs> so, yeah. Misty. And then. He says, so what would you do about it? Exactly. If I maybe let's say I did steal it. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're your girl. <laughs> like, he didn't say like, that, would but. you eat me? Would you eat me? <laughs> yeah. Eat me? And she's like, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> she said, um, you know, I will. And then they blame Nat. Right. Who blames Nat? Mari. Fucking Mari just hop right to Natalie. Yeah. yeah Mari is uh, spitting fire. She is just <sighs> not looking good for Mari. If, if you cross her sight. Boom, she's got some words. Yeah, she's like, Mari, you're the... Or, it could be me. the mean chick with the gun. That's who I'll go after next. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, Mari attacks Coach, then she attacks Natalie, and Natalie claps back. She's like, I'm the only one doing anything to get us For food. real. No, actually, Lottie is. She's the only one. She got the bear. She got the birds. How did Lottie get the birds? Well, it's because she bled on the symbol. This whole argument transpires and ultimately it's it's the lottie crew versus the realists and natalie suggests i think it's natalie suggests a contest with lottie yeah um which all of this stuff is like lottie isn't like speaking up about these being things no she's really humble about it yeah Mm -hmm. so part of me is kind of like yeah she kind of lets it happen yeah She's kind of in the background looking really uncomfortable with all of this. Yeah. Is what my take on it. Did you guys get the same vibe? She 100%. Had? Yeah. Um, she wasn't feeling it. No. no. I don't want to contest. She's, she's like, cold out she's there. like, Mari, Mari, stop. Yeah. Just, no. Just, no. 
I know. I'm making all this up. I just, I, <laughs> the birds just fell and I went with it. I ran out of my pills. <laughs> the bear yeah. just fell asleep in front of me, you know? The bear was impressive. We found tumors on it. <laughs> I, I paid the just... bear 20 bucks behind the cabin. <laughs> it was the it was cocaine a, bear. It was, a, it was a really bad deal for that bear. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Here's 20 kill. bucks for us to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is money? It's my bear voice. Here, I'll it's throw so it impressive. What is money? <laughs> Can you do the bear again? What is money? <laughs> I'm a bear. <laughs> Clearly. I'll throw in a picnic basket for you. <laughs> you to sweeten the pot. He, uh, what's his name? Boo boo. Hey, yo, boo boo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> my dad used to do that all the time. Let's not go there. You would do Yogi Bear impressions? Yeah, I'd be like, time for school. Hey, yo, boo boo. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> And back in 1996, uh, no, we're, we're no. in 2021 now. Yeah. Uh, Natalie is driving with Lisa. And by the way, I, I love this show. I can't say that enough. However. Oh, I know what you're going to say. This green screen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, bad. It that looks like bad. a Hitchcock movie. What the fuck? And so what they do with car scenes when they're driving, they either put them in front of a green screen, green screen or they put them on like a uh, trailer. Yeah. And drive with like the camera like hooked onto the the car. This I just was like, you could have the budget for this has to be pretty good. good. Yeah. Why does this look like this? I don't know. It I was pro- gonna it ask had, you guys. It probably had to be a reshoot. I that's did, that's my thought. I did appreciate they did take attention to detail with the shadows of the light posts that they were crossing. Because I was oh, watching that, did you see, see a that. shadow quickly going over them? And I was watching the quote unquote car behind them, <laughs> and you would see a shadow pass over that car oh, shortly after. Cute, yeah. So I'm like, oh, at least they're paying attention to the elements in the shot. It's just but not it composited in very well. Yeah, <laughs> it still yeah. looks so bad. I'm glad you guys noticed it because I didn't want another giraffe situation. But I was. Oh, we're still justified in that giraffe situation. Dude. <laughs> was- I still. T- <laughs> The giraffe was real. Yeah, but all the blue around it's not. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, you know, if it's a movie from like 1953, I'm like, sure. I, yeah, whatever. like, hey, good, yeah. good on you. But it, I was like really confused. It had uh, to be. My thought is it was probably a last minute reshoot. Like they needed an establishing moment for Nat to get to. Lisa's mom's house. That makes or something. sense. That or like us, the VFX team didn't know when this episode was coming out, <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. could just snuck up on them. That's yeah. a thing that I've been really surprised by because I'm newer to um, some of the access that I have, uh, and like they'll send me screeners for a season, and they'll be would, that'll debut like say it comes out in four days or something, you know? Yeah. And they'll say, "Hey, episodes five, six, and seven aren't finished yet, so don't judge those too harshly." And I'm like, I didn't know it was like that. Like when the premiere of a, a season two would drop that like half the, the episodes half weren't done, done yet. Yeah. Like they're literally rushing as they release to finish them. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of wild to me. So that could be very much be the case. Um, yeah. That's what I interpreted it as. But it was but bad. Lisa claims that they're allowed to leave whenever they want. Right. And they basically have this argument where Natalie's kind of poking fun at her, trying to poke uh, holes in her philosophy and her love of this cult that she's in. Like, oh, you're allowed to leave for as many days as you want. How nice of them. Don't you know that's weird to even have a rule about that. Right. Um, and then Lisa's like, well, there's no real rules. It's just something that she says is good for you, for your recovery. Right. Um, and then she said, hey, I was like you once. Lisa says, I was really skeptical and uh, fighting this every step of the way at the beginning. And Natalie says, what changed? In a Steve, I think, a very honest, inquisitive way. And then Lisa says, me. And then Natalie seems to ponder that, in my opinion. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. Like, interesting. Hmm. 
I don't mean to. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying Nat has her own agenda. Yeah. <laughs> She's not there like, oh, I guess I'm in the compound now. She no, 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 no. Yeah. No, I, think I agree with you. I, I think, think both things can be true. Yeah, I think we can meet halfway there. I think there's no one side, the other. Other. one side or the You're other. You're being a real Shauna right now. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we're at war. Pick a side, Madison. <laughs> but Lottie, um, we, we cut to Lottie and she's seeing a psychiatrist, but this one's a replacement one. And the, this, the, basically in this scene, we find out that her visions have increased and she's been going to a psychiatrist every six months for 10 years. Now she's six weeks early. She wants her meds upped because she needs these visions to stop. Um, and I ask you guys, what do you think's up with this psychiatrist? Because we've never met her real psychiatrist. So it's it seems like Eagle from shrinking. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Real, that's her real psychologist. Do, you, do, do we think it's the same one that she, she had when she came back? Well, this lady's new and she says, Hey, sorry. So-and-so's out today. I'll be Dr. taking Graham Dr. Graham. So my question is why include that detail? Unless there's something else weird to be revealed later. I, I think it's just more of a, a case to kind of emphasize uh, she has come in early. Like, yeah, she, her, maybe the psychiatrist wasn't. Yeah, he would have been there for her if it was their regularly scheduled okay. appointment. But because she ha she made this rush appointment because she's suffering that I think that maybe it's just a way for them to accentuate that that's happening. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I know somebody had written or commented somewhere. I lose track of that. Um, her saying to explore her hallucinations more did not sound like a psychiatrist thing to say. I agree with and that. And it was a little a suspicious little that yeah. she was also not her real psychiatrist. Um, but I didn't know what to make of that at this point. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it doesn't seem like something they would say. Oh, so yeah, stabbing, sacrificing. Okay, explore that. Explore that. How a does that bit. make you feel? Right. <laughs> stabby. That's how it makes me feel. Yeah. And we'll explore that. Get stabby. Uh, back in 1996, uh, Misty is communicating the rules of the contest and she offers, she's like, who's going to get the gun? And Lottie's like, I don't need a gun. Or no, somebody says Lottie doesn't need Marty, a gun. Lottie, again, is like, and Lottie Lottie's doesn't like, need a gun. I, I and, would like the gun. And Lottie's like, okay, <laughs> I guess I won't. Lottie doesn't need a gun. Lottie can beat your dad up. Yeah, Lottie, she can. <laughs> yeah, my Lottie can beat your, your Lottie's she dad's ass. She can Professor X, <laughs> yeah. finger to the brain, yeah. fuck with you. Yeah. Lottie can bench press over 300 pounds, okay? Lottie is really good at trigonometry, all right? Lottie's killer in bed, okay? We all know it. <laughs> you said a Lottie things there, buddy. A Lottie. I mean, that's Mari. Mm -hmm. that's I know, no, no, no. Yeah. I think Mari is Mari. in love with Lottie. But Lottie does need a knife. They acknowledge that. She had, the, she had to, to, to kill the bear with the knife. Uh, so they... They divide the weapons up that way. And the rules are such, I didn't even follow them. It's, it's so goofy, but they have to kill something. They have to leave it there. Right. And then like, come get them or some shit. And uh, nobody's allowed to help. It's silly. It's silly. If We're all did, just hungry. You have to be back by sundown for yes, it to count. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and so we cut to Lottie. She hears something out in the woods, draws her knife. She's, she's looking very scared and uncomfortable, to be honest. She yeah. sees one of the runes. Um, and then Natalie's kind of got the same vibe going on. She sees falling snow, draws her rifle, and then sees some tracks in the snow. But they're both having an uncomfortable, lonely time. Back in 2021, uh, Michelle, quote, I, I put quotes around it. I don't know why. Runs into Sean. Oh, that's just her name. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle. Oh, Michelle. If that even quotes. is your real is name. We're called? Yeah, bitch. Michelle. Okay. <laughs> Sounds fake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> runs into Shauna out and about. It's Alana's mom. That's right. Um, and she, Shauna quickly finds out Callie has not been staying at Alana's house. And she's like, hmm. Shauna's like, hmm. I see. Okay. Oh, Callie's not allowed over here. 
<laughs> Which, so I'm sorry to tell you this, but your daughter sucks. <laughs> I thought you were kind of, I thought you were going to eat crow with this episode a little bit. You don't feel that way? No, I, I do. Okay. 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 No, Callie still sucks, but. <laughs> Shauna, Shauna goes to searching Callie's room. She finds some condoms in her drawer. Mm. I think she's practicing safety. That's good. Mm-hmm. She kind of, I like how quickly she's like, nah, whatever. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. A condom. <laughs> Adam's license. Yes. What? And then she finds the dumbest MacGuffin of, of any show we've loved yeah. this much. Adam's little license. But actually, it made me like it more. If its only function is to bring Callie and Shauna together in a life of crime and not like some kind of weird thing for in episode seven for Shauna to get arrested or something. Yeah, like Callie. I kind of like it. Took it into the police or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do Um, think it's kind of funny that she hid it with the condoms. I think it's funny, too, that she's just as bad at hiding it as her mom. Right. Oh, right in my main drawer. Oh. Mm. Mm. Right next to all the other things that I want my mom to see. (laughs) (laughs) Just a bag of weed and some condoms. Yeah. Shauna clearly does not give a shit. My diary, do not touch mom and Adam's license. Well, she knows the only cabinet that Shauna goes into in Callie's room is wherever. It's the picture. Sorry. That's good. The, the vibrator is. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing she hides now. Yeah. She's like, God damn it, mom. Get out of my room. That's my vibrator. Now she puts condoms on it. <laughs> Don't you dare. And then <laughs> and Shauna shows she she finds the Adam license thing. And we cut to Callie. Uh and she I think she's texting Jay, um, the okay. cop. Gonna meet him at seven. Madison's Madison's dude, Mr. He's, Mustache, mm-hmm. Mr. Dreamy. Yeah. Shauna insists on Callie going with her. She pulls up in her van, says, Hey, come with me. We're gonna go do whatever I want to do. Um Yeah, if if you knew that your mom killed a man. And she pulls up to you in her minivan and says, hey, get in. Oh, I don't know where we're going. Someplace secretive. Would you get into that van with your mom? Well, she she suspects she killed a man. And it's your mom. I probably still would. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she did bring her her, uh, bunny. You wouldn't get in Carol's car even if she was a murderer? Oh, no. (laughs) Also, Carol wouldn't be coy about it. She's like, hey, hey, some bitch. I just murdered three people and in your next get in. Oh, okay. It's funny you think this was a question. Carol wouldn't be coy is the name of my next mixtape. I'm super hyped about it. Carol would be coy. It's, can Can't you see wait. like a third eye blind type album name with that? Like Carol wouldn't be coy. That was beautiful. That was good. <laughs> Love that. That was beautiful. <laughs> Save that sound bite. When's that album dropping? Click, yeah, clip that. <laughs> God damn it. You're making me blush. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But Speaking she, of blush. She insists on Callie going with her. We cut to Misty and Walter. My, mm, I love them. So good. They're in, she says in small towns, everybody knows where the weirdos are. So she wants to ask the waitress. They're in like a diner. It reminds like, me of uh, Gilmore Girls. I don't know why that popped in my head when I saw them at the I, diner. I've never, should I watch Gilmore Girls? Is it like this? I mean, it's just like the, the, the small, town, small town vibe. Oh. Yeah. 
If it's Miss Dean Walter stuff, I'm watching it right now. I'm just, I'm stopping the show. <laughs> I'm going to watch Gilmore Girls all fucking night because I love this shit. He's eating the ham, egg, syrup, mustard, taco thing. Yeah. He's making a little uh, taco mustard I was, with I was, like Canadian bacon. I was with him every step of the way until the mustard. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like the mustard goes with Because he put maple syrup in it too. It, yeah. yeah. But was it spicy mustard? Was it just regular? It was regular yellow. Ooh. Right? Yeah. I like yeah. spicy brown. Yeah. Or even spicy some mustard. Dijon. Some great yeah. Poupon. <laughs> but not the yellow. Hey, man, when you become a multimillionaire, shit happens to you. All right. I guess so. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So apparently he sued some construction company for scaffolding. scaffolding, scaffolding falling on him. And now he has a metal plate in his head. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. yeah. Lawyers can believe I survived. Uh, so he, he has like six million dollars. Yeah, that's you know? a lot of money. Yeah, he's just chilling. But then she decides to ask the waitress because she thinks his story is terrible and she's getting impatient. And so she jumps at and says, hey, where's the purple people at? And. She's like, oh, I do know purple people, whatever it is. And the waitress is like, they're they're, they're terrible tippers. I do know about them. Uh, they do, they're at the farmer's market every Tuesday. And then, you know, Will and Misty are like, oh, my God, it's Tuesday. We got to get down there. They'll be down there selling their honey. And it looks like I love this part of the episode because it looks like they're really going to want to uh, like it, it sets you up to think that they're going to run into Natalie and Lisa there. And you're yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Can't but the, wait. But that doesn't happen. That's going to no. be a big moment, though. They got to stretch that out a bit. Yeah. Yes. And because we might only have four episodes left, five episodes left. <laughs> we yeah, don't know. Four or five. <laughs> Thaisa is still wandering lost and she gets offered a ride by a trucker. Always a safe thing, especially for a young woman. And he knows who she is. Luckily, I voted I, for you. I love the idea of a trucker driving on the highway and just having this thought. Is that my is that my state senator? Let <laughs> me see if she needs a ride. That honestly makes me like you more. Don't mind my naked lady pen. There's all kinds of tits paraphernalia littered about this truck. I thought it was hilarious with the, the naked pen. I want that pen. It's fun. It's cool. It's fun. I like, I like it. breasts. <laughs> And Don't we jotting all? things down. Yeah. Combine them. two favorite things. <laughs> Sometimes I draw boobs. What a pen to do that with. That would, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> boobs. I just, I don't know why. I just looked at Madison. I just was like, boobs. <laughs> I'm like, back me up here. Anywho, so, but he seems like a nice guy, a genuine constituent, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And she's like, hey, cool. Uh, I did like that line where he's like, it honestly makes me like you more. His relatability is important with politicians. Yes. I want to be able to have a beer with my politician and hitchhike them. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like if, if I was driving down the road right now and Mitch McConnell was like, oh, I'm going up the road. <laughs> please give me a ride up there. I need to get up there. Come on. I'd flip him back on his shell and run away. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> not again. No. I'm stuck like this. Oh. <laughs> back in 1996, uh, it, the girls are waiting for the results of the contest. Mari, more Mari. Still, still hearing shit. She still hears the dripping. Uh, and there's a great shot in that moment. It does like a, I don't know if it's a dolly zoom, but it's like a, a wide lens on her face or something that makes her look crazy. Kind of like a, not a fish eye. It's, it's almost a fish eye. It's, but not. It's Cause it's like when somebody looks through a peephole, yeah. like in cable guy, there's that like, Ooh, anyway, they do that. And I like that <laughs> shot. Uh, Akilah's like wants to study. Uh, but Mari is begging her to help her look like, Hey, you're not going to get into college. So anyway, we're all going to die here. And she's like, I am going to get in college when I get home. But she does help her look. She finds a mouse. A little mice. But then immediately hides it because she doesn't want anybody to eat her little mouse oh, friend. That's yeah. her buddy. Which I think they wouldn't, right? Like, that's not going to do much. Oh, they would. 
I think they probably they would. would. They would. Man, that's mean. They would I eat know. the shit out of that mouse. Boy, now she's got to feed the mouse. That's another mouth to feed. <laughs> True. <laughs> Bad move, Akila. Uh, but she puts it in her little pocket. That's her friend. She's going to be like, uh, what's his name? From Shawshank Redemption with the bird in his pocket. Oh. Uh, Ratatouille. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, from Shawshank Redemption, mm-hmm. Ratatouille. And uh, Lottie ends up wandering to the sacrifice stump shrine thing, I suppose. Yeah, I, from Doom Coming, right? So she hasn't gotten far. <laughs> it's like she's literally. She's been wandering for half an hour and hasn't gotten anywhere. Guys, I can still hear Lottie. <laughs> I haven't found anything <laughs> scary on here. But I can tell you that Akilah has a mouse. Like she tries to give him some info. <laughs> right. She's just looking through the window the whole time. Uh, but she she cuts her hand and bleeds on it, right? And mm-hmm. by the way, I don't know if you guys thought about this. That knife would be so fucking dirty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have sliced She'd up. She'd have to hack her hand off after a Isn't week. Isn't it the knife that they that Shauna uses to cut the meat with? Yeah. And the Jackie. And the Jackie. <laughs> yeah. And the Jackie. Yeah. There's so many diseases on that night and they couldn't possibly clean it. Like she's going to get, inf- well, I'm just saying Lottie's going to get infected. They do be having a tub in this place. What kind of soap do they be having? I don't know. I feel like all they have is like a, like exfoliating creams and stuff. Cause who packs like then, bars of dial when they go on a trip? Misty. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Misty. Yeah. Misty definitely Misty. would. She's got the bleach and shit. She, all like, brought. she said, I knew this would happen. It's just for Natalie's roots. So Madison doesn't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody did write in and say thank you so I don't know if you saw that what like, is it so grateful Madison talked about the roots that's been driving me nuts the what? Natalie's the roots. roots oh yeah yeah because yeah. that's a little sus she's been out in the woods a while um, it's but, definitely better this season <laughs> and Natalie tracks her prey to the frozen lake and I think it's the white moose right it's the Moby Dick the white moose and it's frozen in the center of the lake she's too scared to walk on the ice she tries right and then she runs back um in 2021, you know what this ice needs? More people. More people. <laughs> Honestly, I thought that things were going to get way more tragic well, than no, they got. She, she went to it, right? She only got a few steps out and she's like, oh, fuck. And well, walked I thought back, she, I think. she wiped the snow off and found it. Is that what she went all the way out there? Yeah. Hmm. She like wiped the snow away and was like, oh. And that's sh-. why she said, oh, fuck, because there's yeah. moose down there. Yeah. That's typically what you say. If you see like a giant land mammal. Usually when you see a moose in ice, you say that. Yeah. Especially, especially in ice. You got to think about it. Oh, it fuck, didn't look. It didn't look pretty when they were uh, <laughs> trying to get it out. I'll tell you that. Mm-mm. Didn't look delicious to them. They was hungry. Yep. Lisa stops at her mom's house. She wants to see her fish. That's what she tells Natalie briefly, right? Um, and uh, she says, "Don't tell Charlotte that we came here." Kind of belying what she said earlier about, "Hey, Charlotte's cool with us living our lives however we want to." Um, and the the mom asks, "She's really rude. She's not a supportive mother." Sybil, hey, yes, fucking Sy- you know her name. She sucks if her name's Sybil. Uh, Isn't oh, there like apologies a fa- to anyone named Sybil? <laughs> well, it, well, I think this might be a, maybe this might be a honeycomb. <laughs> but isn't there like a popular? Uh, mother character named Sybil, but she's like an abusive mother to their, her daughter. The only Sybil I can think of is Trelawney. Trelawney. Oh, okay. The, uh, From Harold oh. Potter. Mm-hmm. Harold Potter. Yeah. Indeed. Isn't her name Sybil Trelawney? Mm. I think you're right. She's the divination professor or something. I don't know. I don't read this shit. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, can, I can look I it up. I was a pothead, Harry pothead back in my day. 
But her name is Sybil, for sure. We know that this mom is. And she says, hey, are you off your meds? You've always been depressed, right? Um, oh, okay. So Sybil is a, a book about split personality, but it's been deemed a hoax. Mm. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Okay. Uh, Natalie, early to the defense of Lisa, and eventually, she, I think the mom is like, can you fuck off? And Natalie's like, oh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but we cut back to Shauna briefly. She's driven Callie far away, um, beckons her to talk. She gets out of the van, parks it right in the middle of the road. Come talk to me. Taps the hood. Come on. Come, come. Um, and then she's like, hey, anything else you've lied to me about, Callie? Because I noticed that you've not been staying at Alana's, right? And then uh, she's like, oh, anything you want to tell me about maybe murdering people? She asks about the license and Shauna tells her she killed him. And like, it's yeah, kind of, a, I kinda, yeah, I did. I killed him. Yeah. Uh, he kind of had it, had it coming. No, he didn't actually. He did. I, know, uh, I love I that loved, development. I loved it. Where she almost lies and then says, oh, shit. Yeah. Because at first she's like, yeah, I mean, he, but he deserved it because he was blackmailing me. Oh, fuck. No, he wasn't. And Your so dad was. And then. Yeah. Callie's like, so you killed an innocent person? And Shauna, you can see Shauna like nodding like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. She yeah. doesn't seem to. She's pretty nonplussed about the whole thing. Yeah. Well, somebody wrote in like, I think Shauna sucks. You guys love Shauna. Shauna's definitely a psychopath. Shauna's does suck, but she's interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like her. I will say this scene made me think that Adam is innocent. Because I feel like they wouldn't have in introduced this mindset with Shauna. I don't think they're ever going to. I think we're just supposed to believe his studio is near that hotel she was at. Yeah. And the guy who happened to hit her car happened to wander in. And that's all we're ever going to know about Adam. It's just an innocent guy. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it so much. It's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. It kind of makes me upset because every time if that is the case that really opens up all the other can of worms that we were talking about earlier, where it's like, maybe it is, there is no supernatural thing. It's just a dumb coincidence constantly. Mm -hmm. And all this, all this stuff, like these theories that people have that are interesting. It's kind of like, well, pff, I don't know. The Adam stuff was such a wet fart. I like if they keep it that way. <laughs> Not a wet fart. No, I a wet one. <laughs> that noise. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, a shark. If it was, to, if I had to choose like learning about Adam or if he was as innocent as we thought, or if, there wasn't any supernatural stuff. I would probably take the not having Adam be innocent or something, or excuse me, Adam be innocent versus not having any supernatural. Yeah. Don't get hot, Madison. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I do think that they've kind of leaned into that. I also think it's a mistake. Um, uh, not as big a one as maybe you do, but I, I do think it was a flub early on. And I think that's a case of developing things as you go along because sure. they admitted they had considered maybe he's Javi themselves, right? They, they admit to considering that at one point, mm -hmm. maybe things just went to, Oh, what if he's just like a, a nice guy and she kills it? Like I could see that in a writer's room and you being like, Oh dude, that'd be so sad. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. I assume they're all stoned when they write this show. Right? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totes. Ashley, Ashley and Bart, they're just in their rooms. And then they eat her, dude. And then they eat her. <laughs> it's delicious meal. <laughs> their Travis is in there writing. <laughs> it's delicious meal. Let me tell you, guys, here's my idea. You put me in the woods with a lot of women, right? And I'm like the only beefcake around for them to hoggle, all right? I mean, there could be an adult, but he doesn't have like a leg or something. Right. But they all want me and like, it's that's the show. Dude, that's <laughs> such a good idea. Let's yeah. run it. Print it, man. 
And I let. And then the writers expanded on. It. He's like, I think we're losing the the, the, the plot here, guys. <laughs> what is this? Adult versions of these characters. I'm dead. I don't like this. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Every five years, I look back and I'm like, I don't even know that guy. I don't like that guy. My values have changed completely. And that's a good thing. That means I'm growing as a person. You know, I learn new things about myself all the time when I look back and things that used to be okay with me no longer are. I maybe want to want something completely different out of life. And therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or the why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you're at right now. And that can be a tough thing to find. I work in the mental health field, have for many years. And even then, looking for a therapist can be an exhausting process, especially dealing with all the ins and outs of insurance. And eventually you're just like, ah, I just won't worry about it, right? But what BetterHelp does is it connects you online. It's all entirely online. You can shop through different therapists to, to try to meet your needs. And then you can switch therapists rather easily if you're not jiving with the one that you've got. And I personally have, this is, this is me getting real for a second. I've been trying to talk myself into securing a therapist for myself for a long time, like multiple years. I still, to this day, have not done it. I have no personal experience with therapy, except maybe you could call it group therapy with the 12 step stuff that I do, but I've got like severe anxiety, all kinds of shit going on. And I know that I need a therapist. And so I really like this sponsor, just connecting people easily right where they're at, right in their home with something that they probably desperately need. But yes, yeah, she, she, she spills all the beans for Callie. Callie looks shocked, to be fair. Yeah. But comforted by the truth. <laughs> She's terrified, right? Well, I... I don't know. Part of me is like, you kind of wanted that. You wanted the truth from your from your mom. You can't handle the truth. That's yeah. where that line came from in right. the other movie, right? Right, yeah. Well, and there's a it moment where the, she's like, so you're just, dad's cool and you suck. And she's like, well, no. She dragged the reason all Jeff. of yeah. <laughs> Jeff's actually the reason all of this happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think that. Which I don't agree with. That's the no. one part, like, so this scene in particular was kind of like, okay, Callie doesn't suck in the scene, right? But there's one moment where she's like, I was right. Dad's awesome and you suck. Like, dad was never awesome, Callie. No one believes you thought that. No one well, ever I think did. Callie's just like, <laughs> dad is dad. He like has, he's so innocent. But then yeah. Shauna's like, actually, he's fucking not. Mm-hmm. He's, and this he, is why. Yeah, it's kind of his fault. Well, there's a cool <laughs> moment. What comes out of that is that Callie's like, well, what would they have to blackmail you guys about? And she's like, we did things out there. I'd rather not tell you right now. But it, she implied, like, if you press it, I'll tell you. Like, she's ready to come clean with everything. Mm-hmm. But she's asking her, everything. like, out of yeah, everything. <laughs> out of love, would you please not ask me to tell you that part yet? And Callie respectfully does uh, refrain from asking any more questions about that. And then Callie promises not to tell anyone in a way I wasn't entirely convinced. Yeah. My my note literally says, well, this seems resolved. Sure. Sarcasm. I do think we're going to see more of they're telegraphing an incident where she spills too many beans with the cop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hopefully a red herring. Which is how the cops ultimately found ultimately found out about the affair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's Callie, 100%. Yeah. And I think a lot of people online are hoping 
Jay is a, a cop with ulterior motives, like some kind of relationship to Adam maybe, or maybe mm. some kind of, some kind of nefarious purpose other than being a cop. I don't think so though. I think they want him to be like a kind of like a villain that would resort to he's providing already, booze to an underage girl. He's already a villain. Like cops shouldn't be right, sexting right. teenagers for information. All right. Sure. Like yeah. it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You don't need much more than that. A cab, well, baby. Kevin <laughs> Kevin, who's I'm guessing Jay's superior, is like telling him, You don't need to do hey, that. Hey, don't do that. Yeah, yeah we don't do so that. Knock it there's off. there's definitely like this element of he's doing it at his own look, man. Will what we do around here, we go to the gym, all right? Sometimes our perp is just in there. Yeah. So we lift a few pumps of iron. I don't know what you call it where you're from. We call it pumps. We get a pump. <laughs> and we let them confess. That's what he's telling Jay. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. You make you sure they see you when they're on the bench press. <laughs> <laughs> I wear these tiny shorts where my balls hang yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. Draw some attention. We all know I call it peacocking. <laughs> Come strutting into the Planet Fitness. Because we all know the bench press is the most emotional place you can be in the gym. Uh -huh. yes. A lot of emotions run high on that bench. And I got the black card so I can go to any part of town where crimes are being committed. And I get the hydro massage chairs. <laughs> That's a personal tip. It has nothing to do with the job. <laughs> But what we don't do is talk to the daughters. That's weird. That, that's weird. That's why I draw the line. That's weird. Kevin with a Y out. That's what he said. <laughs> he speaks. In the I think person. Kevin with a Y needs to lean into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how he gets off the CB. He starts talking like The Rock from WWE. Like, <laughs> Kevin with a Y. Always <laughs> talking to the third person. Yeah, man. Kevin with a Y is going to walk down Jabroni Street. <laughs> wearing his great shirts. Stick his size 12 boot right up your candy ass. Candy ass. Kevin with a Y out. That's right. That's his cult sign. You regretting being on the show yet? <laughs> not, not yet. I'm just enjoying. <laughs> not yet. I'm just enjoying. There's been moments. No. Back, I'm enjoying it. Back in 96, Van's tree map, that's what I called it, it forms the symbol itself, right? On on Coach's map. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I love this part because, like, Thaisa says, like, they're just random dots. You can literally make any shape yeah. you want. And I'm like, yeah, Ty, you're right. <laughs> It's the same thing we made fun of Misty for in this first season when she took the crime yeah. scene photos and made the shape. Yeah. It's just random ass dots. You can do whatever the fuck you want with right. it. Well, I loved it when she took the one piece of yarn and made the circle. Like, like okay. <laughs> okay. All right. She was like, this means that the next symbol will be here. And it's like, okay. But she's not wrong, sort of. Well, there wasn't a symbol there. there wasn't but there a was a hobby. There was a hobby. What are the odds of that? I call him a symbol. That's right. Mm. A sex symbol. The, the symbol formerly known as Javi. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the symbol formerly known as Javi. That's how he signed his legal documents yeah, now. Yeah, just the triangle circle. <laughs> Wherever he is. That's why nobody can find him. It's hard to Google symbol. God, I love that. <sighs> but Taisa denies it again, as Steve, and Steve's with her. Uh, <laughs> but Van wants to go look for the final tree, right? And so the, we go to the coach is reading a book called The Magis. I don't know the significance of that. I'm not a professional. I didn't Google it. Google it your damn selves. Maybe Steve looked it up. Maybe Madison did. Uh, but he starts to think of Paul again. And Paul had photos of an old boyfriend. There's this memory of him and how he got jealous. Mm. And I, I really like this scene because it made me think like, 
God, this would suck, right? Like he's sitting there. Sure. All the, the girls are cannibals. I'm probably going to die here. Sure. I lost my leg. That was awkward and shitty. That was a bad day. Yeah. But like also, I still vaguely remember things that I used to care about, even though that they're petty. And like, I think he's imagining Paul already moving on, right? Like he's had a sure. full life, all these other boyfriends. He could mm. easily get another one. And like that would suck. Yeah. Um. Because I've been in places, I and mean, we briefly talked about it earlier, where I was isolated from my friends and family for months at a time. And, you know, there, there's some dark moments where you think about, like, do I even really matter? And you're just laying there imagining everyone else just living the life that you used to be a part of without you yeah. and being completely unaffected by your absence. And that's a terrible feeling. Yeah. So I thought this was a really... It's very sad. It's a neat thing. They've been leaning into the coach more this season. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's because they're leaning towards saying goodbye to that character. Yeah. And I that's why they're telegraphing these kinds of like empathy moments. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> but Which is sad. this scene's great. And we and Paul are going to miss him dearly mm -hmm. if that happens. Um, but back in 2021, Lisa's mom, Sybil, still giving her shit. The fish's name is Gilly. It's Gilly, Gilly 14. It, oh, really? Yeah. What's the four? Oh, because oh, she had 13 others. Yes. yes. <laughs> She's killed a lot of Gillies. I got there. I thought it was like a COVID kind of thing. And actually, oh no, it, I got it Gilly is. 14. I got the Gilly 14. <laughs> Natalie stands up to her. Uh, she comes down and, and comes on pretty strong, actually. And it's like, fuck you and your whole family. And yeah. Lisa gets mad. She's like, if, hey. If, if her therapy's working for her, that's okay. And it's true. She's got a point. Yeah. Why do you care what she's doing as long as it's helping her? And she's very codependent, though, this Lisa. Like, she wants her mom. Like she thinks Natalie's overstepping her bounds here. She's angry at first. She snaps yeah. at her, tells her to get out. Sybil storms off. And then back in the car, though, Natalie had smuggled the fish out. Gilly's in her mouth. Look, I guess she recalled that she had a nice fresh bottle of water in the car with a lid on it. Yeah. Lucky. Otherwise, yeah. that wouldn't have worked out. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking around the car. <laughs> or that would have sucked if she was walking out and like tripped on a, an uneven sidewalk. And it's like, oop. Oh, no. <laughs> we need to go buy a 15th Gilly. Oh, no. COVID-15. Oh, COVID. <laughs> Gilly-15. It's on my mind now. I loved that scene. I thought it was so fun. It was such a good... Like, we've never really gotten to see Natalie, except for when she had that fling with Kevin. Yeah. And she sit, and they sat with the girls in the car, and she, they drank a little bit, waiting on the smuggler. Smuggler. Bla blackmailer. Yeah. Um, we've never really seen her... Let her hair down, as it were. Be happy at all. Maybe at the reunion a little bit. Sure. She doesn't get those moments often. She's yeah, usually she quite just, a mess. It was just a very nice gesture for her to take into consideration Lisa's yeah. like emotions and how she was feeling. And she was like, I'm going to steal this fish and stick it in my mouth, mm -hmm. which was crazy. But yeah. You ever had a fish in your mouth? No. But they do them a lot of fairs and stuff. That's why I asked. Like you swallow fish kind of thing. What about you, Steve? Do I what? Like you ever had a live fish in your mouth? Like, mm. like have I ever put fish? a live fish? No. Oh, okay. I put a lot of dead fish in my mouth. Uh huh. Yeah. Cooked fish. Sometimes raw. Sometimes raw. Sushi. Yeah. Sashimi. So, sashimi. I love a sashimi. Mm. Boy. Do you? Barbecued eel. Mm, uh, Yellowtail yeah. is my go-to sashimi. Really? Yeah. I don't but know I that I've had that or not. It's, the, it's my take, favorite. Take me out sometime. All right, let's go. Go sashimi and so she. They drive off the fish. And Lisa's like, she has a little smirk. Like, oh, my God. Thanks, friend. New yeah, friend. No, you nice. stabbed me in the face, but maybe I love you. Maybe we're friends. I forgave you for, for a good reason. Yeah. And we come back to Misty and she finds out the cult never showed up at the farmer's market. They're not there to sell their honey. Sunshine honey. Sunshine. Oh, they're not here. I don't know where they're at. 
Walter had an Airbnb on deck. Oh, he was ready. He was ready. Uh, I guess we're going to have to spend the night together. Uh, oh, I found a place pretty quick. It's no big deal. It's three right blocks here. that way. It's on my, my lock screen. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. The GPS is already in. Yeah. We can go right now. It'll take us 10 minutes. It's like it's getting dark soon. We can't keep doing it. It's like 532. Yeah, it's definitely not that dark out. <laughs> but she, she's like, mm, okay. All righty. I don't hate it. <laughs> I mean, how often do you get offered to go to a bed and brekkie? Not often. Not often. Me, so, me personally, almost never. She's like, we need to find my friend Nat. I'm worried about her. Bed and breakfast. Fuck Nat. Bed and breakfast. <laughs> we got to find fine. Nat. If she's made it this far, There's she'll be fine. probably a basket right. with jars in it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. Can't wait. But back in 96, Natalie comes back with Moose News. Um, Moose News. I got Moose News. And everybody breaks the rules to go help, right? Fuck the game. We're hungry. Except, I guess, Mari. Mari. She's yeah. a stickler for the rules. And everybody's like, dude, we're super hungry. Like, fuck the game. And Mari's like, no. Yeah. Lottie's going to win. Yeah. Misty's like, shut the fuck up. Win what? Yeah. Misty almost punches her. I yeah. hate you. <laughs> You're not Crystal. <laughs> And uh, Lottie's just walking and bleeding. And I love my notes as they, my dumb brain tried to process what was going on. Finds another plane. I know. <laughs> Finds another plane. It has Leonard in it. Laura Lee's necklace. A secret hatch. Ellipses. To an elevator. Ellipses. To a mall. Ellipses. <laughs> I was so fucking, at no point. During any of those obvious clues, did I think this isn't actually happening? I was like, this show has gone off the deep end. There's a whole mall underneath. underneath. <laughs> I obviously thought it was a portal, Madison. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Clearly. It's not literally under. It was a portal. Wow. Uh, but quickly I realized cause I'm no spring chicken. No, but it, it, does this debunk the, uh, the underground like bunker thing? Cause I thought when I, cause they previewed Lottie going down this hatch last, like for preview for this episode, last episode, I was like, Oh, there's like a secret hatch, like cabin in the woods. Secret type of thing. tunnel. Yeah. Secret tunnel. But I guess that's no longer a thing. It could be a thing. We don't know where hobby has been hanging out. Maybe. That's so yeah. true. Um, was this sequence just a jab at lost? It could be like my notes had a similar path where it was like Lottie finds plane covered in snow. <gasps> Leonard's okay. <laughs> finds cross necklace. There's a hatch in there. So this is lost. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, and so I was, I was watching the scene. Uh, my girlfriend came over and uh, we we're watching the scene together and I see Leonard and I freak out. I'm like, Leonard's okay. Yay. And she's like, it's clearly a vision, sweetheart. And I'm like, uh, not in my head cannon. My no. head cannon, Leonard's back with a vengeance. Yes. All right. He's ready to, he can fly. He's in charge out. of all this shit. Yeah. He's the captain now. Yeah. That Since it's a hallucination, I'm disappointed. They didn't just have Leonard talk. That seems like a way cooler. Hello, Dottie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hug Go me. on, Leonard. Yes. <laughs> You're friends with the mall downstairs. <laughs> Why is, is Why Leonard is Kermit? Kermit? Yeah. Ah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in this plane all day, just waiting for you, my favorite human. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was a ride. My favorite human is Laura Lee. <laughs> she smells like cabbage <laughs> but in the mall all the girls are cleaned up they're in the food court and Laura Lee is there and Laura Lee saves her sort of uh, she at least says hey 
you got to go. It's cold. This isn't real because they're at like Panda Express or some shit. Is this the in-between place? Kind of like. That's uh, kind of what I yeah. thought. Like when Jackie kind of saw everybody hanging out in the cabin before she died. Yeah. Because Laura Lee seems like the only one that's acknowledging Lottie's like external feelings with being cold and stuff. And then everyone else is just kind of acting as though it's normal. Yeah. Or just like the reality that they're in is normal. Right. Um, but yeah, the, but her vision of Laura Lee, like whether that is like the spirit of Laura Lee or whatever, that's what pulls her away from that realm and uh, it's not effectively doesn't she, get her killed. She just passes out in the snow though. But yeah, I guess it was her like, don't relinquish to this because this yeah. is you giving up life and like, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, luckily she's only like 20 feet away from the house. Uh, we <laughs> know that. <Yeah. laughs> so did you, did you see the, I, I, I like this, um, subtle uh what do you call it wardrobe touch where lottie's belt is one of the is just a seat belt from the plane oh i didn't catch that yeah they've been doing that with with nat as well like they've been kind of utilizing different elements of the plane in their wardrobe which yeah. i thought was really cool it's fun i do love their winter gear how they take like ripped up shirts and wrap them mm-hmm. around their faces and stuff it's really clever yeah how they're surviving and how the the wardrobe department thought to include that kind of stuff yeah i also um, and i also liked the mall scene because they were hinting at Lottie's previous um when she would steal from like TJ Maxx and stuff like they were hinting maybe that's why she was in a mall because she would mm. frequently steal I forgot um, about that from malls and TJ Maxx I think was where she was stole yeah it was just weird cuz they already got decent deals <laughs> and she's yeah, rich sure. like a target I could I could see you know you steal at a target but not <laughs> TJ Maxx yeah goodness mm, urban outfitters okay yeah. Uh, hypothetically, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I steal at John Dollar General. <laughs> you do. All the time. All the fake money and stuff, the toy yeah. money. Yeah. It's a weird thing to steal. Uh, we cut to the rest of the girls. Everybody's trying to dig out the moose. Uh, and they, they got ho- horses. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they have ropes tied to the ropes tied to the moose. And uh, I, guess, I guess that's the antlers. I couldn't see much else. Yeah. I think it was just, yeah, around the antlers. Are antlers like attached to the skull? bones yes so that's a good thing that's a good purchase to get right yeah yeah so they're a yanking they're just a yanking that moose as you do uh but somebody that'd be tough on ice you know yeah it's almost an impossible job without cleats i want to know what situation befell that moose where it got there again (laughs) i mean if you don't buy that there's a supernatural thing going on then you have a hard time explaining that moose for sure maybe it died floated around in the water for a bit and then it froze over or it swims really slowly it's like, oh no! <laughs> it's a freezer. The scene from Day After Tomorrow is happening, where everything's slowly freezing. Oh no! Where's that bear? He said he had twenty bucks. <laughs> he was trying to party because he talks slow because he swims so slow. <laughs> oh, He's like an ant. <laughs> Uh, but I don't. Know, I don't know how it got there. Honestly, it's a one mystery of the mysteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a supernatural moose. It's a Moby moose because Mo- that, Mo- that lake moose? is really fucking deep. Yeah, it's a surprisingly deep lake. Yeah, yeah. Most like, lakes that I know of, the, the shore of that lake had to like have a steep cliff because they're maybe like what fifteen feet away from the shore. Mm, I think twenty they're, feet they're pretty, away. They're in the center of the lake. I'm Are they the center? Sure? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to think of like a better way that they could have gotten that moose out. 
but I really don't think there was. Well, I think like snowmobiles and some a winch system sure, sure. would have been better. Also, how the fuck did they get four axes? Did you see that when they were hammering the I lake? I don't know what they're hammering. I'm like, you've had axes these whole, the, this the whole, whole time? time? Maybe they fabricated them. I told okay. you they had at least one. When? When? When Misty, I don't know what she cut dude's oh. leg off with, but I could have swore well, it was, that was, a, it was like, a real that was tool. Like, yeah, but it wasn't like a an axe. Maddox. Yeah. Whatever, oh, no, man. Whatever. They got him. They, they got him. Got they him. found him in the cabin. But they, the moose falls. They slip. The moose sinks. And it's heartbreaking. Natalie, that shot where Natalie sticks her face in the cold ass water and watches the moose plummet. Mm-hmm. She always um, falls in. She does, but she doesn't even care. She's so sad. Yeah. That's my moose friend. And back in 2021, Lisa and Nat are at a bar, right? She's getting a pep talk. Natalie turns down the alcohol, right? She says, hey, aren't something like, aren't you sad? Don't you feel like shit? Don't you want to die? Something like that. Not today. Not right? today. She wants to t- She wants to take care of that fish today. Damn right. Yeah. Yep. And we cut to Walter. Uh, th- the hotel that he booked is under the name John Wayne. And John Lang? Is it J- Lang? Lang? I, I heard Wayne. I was oh. taking a note. Same thing. I thought it was John Wayne. And Misty chooses the name Lady Malawan, which you don't need to choose a name, I don't think. There's already like the reservation, but I guess she does buy an extra room. So Walter was really trying to skid it in there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he was. Oops, only got one room. Maybe it is John Lang. Who's John Lang? John John Lang is a a novelist, and so is Lady... um, Malawan. Yeah, that's oh, Agatha. Good catch, Madison. That's, that's Agatha. That Agatha Christie is Lady Malawan. Lady Malawan. Yeah. I sound like a like a like a sounds like a Jedi. Star Wars yeah. character. Like ah, yeah. oh, Lady Malawan. <laughs> <laughs> Have you decided to take a Padawan yet? <laughs> Padawan Malawan. <laughs> Misty insists on two rooms, and there's this awesome sequence where they're doing the same so thing good. simultaneously. Guys, they're perfect for each other. Yeah. They are. They're both disinfecting. The fucking mask yes. that Walter's wearing. It's She's just so got like good. one under her eye, but he's got his whole face. Yeah. That was, I, I cackled when he. It was so good. Let them fuck. Oh my God. There was that moment when they both kind of get up like, should I go talk to her? Yeah. I was like, go for it. You weirdos. Do, do it. Did it. it. You it. are. In- oh, I love love. I wanted to see it happen. And the song playing during that, it says, I've got angst in my pants. Yeah, Angst in My Pants by Spark. I've never heard that song before, but it fit the moment very well. It did well. fit the moment really Got well. Got Angst in My Pants. It was good. Because he did. He had angst in his pants. And it was the split screen. So good. You never pull off a good split screen nowadays. Last time it's I seen hard. it. Yeah, it was like Steven Soderbergh, Ocean's Eleven, maybe. That was the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Shauna and Jeff uh, apologize at the same time to each other in the, their next scene. Jeff admits to not being fully over the. And I thought this was a very mature apology. Like, hey, I'm, I'm not fully over the affair. And she's just like, that's fair. <laughs> I like, fucked him a lot. Yeah. That's fair. It was super good. Way better than you. I can imagine you wouldn't be over that yet. And we did stuff <laughs> I didn't even know was possible. Definitely right. never done it with you. Probably yeah. never would. Yeah. Shauna's <laughs> only been with one person. Yeah, that's She's true. She's only been with Jeff. Well, two now. Well, now, but. Maybe yeah. Travis. We don't know what person. happens out there. It's it's only one living person. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and Shauna admits to telling Callie everything. And Callie wants to help cook is my next note. Well, <laughs> well Jeff's upset about that because he's like, we only have one shot to make a good. Child. I know which, I, it was a heartbreaking which reason. That line to me. So I, I'm under the impression that Callie is not the child from the forest. I don't think that that's 100 percent not. No, I don't think so. So 
there's also this hovering idea of like, does Jeff know about? Well, there, he says something like, "We only have one yeah. shot," and it cuts to Shauna, and Shauna makes a face. And I was watching it with my mom, and we were having this disagreement because I was like, "This is alluding to this idea that he doesn't know that there is a like a child before Callie." And my mom was like, well, "No, he, it was just he a, might know about the child before Callie because he's read her." journals mm. from her time there so he might know about that true. but in his mind it's, it's like he didn't, in the present like one child yeah he, he doesn't maybe he doesn't i don't know that, that the child that she has in the wilderness is definitely a big mystery but i don't think it's callie for sure yeah i just didn't it was just interesting that they paused on shauna not for that shot for a long time mm. yeah for sure i love what um, jeff says about how we've only got one you know, our job is to, to protect her. And he's right. Like, I don't yeah. know that it was the right thing that Shauna did. I love being honest as much as possible, but he says very practically, you've made her an accomplice to murder now. Like if she doesn't go to the police, now she's in trouble. Like she's part of this, right. Whether we want to or not, mm -hmm. that's a fair point. Um, and my, uh, suspicion of Callie remains just because when she showed up, like, can I chop something? I'm like, mm, did you talk to Jay? You getting, are you a mole? Are you a rat? You wearing a wire? You wearing a wire? Where's your wire? <laughs> I didn't read it that way at all, but that'd I be funny. I, to me, I'm like, I'm this, is a, this is a Bonnie and Clyde fam. I don't know. I, that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want. Just yeah. the whole criminal family. They're in, they're going to have to kill Jay and Callie's going to be part of it. Yeah. Got to like, kill him now. Like Shauna's was Adam. Jay will be Callie's. Speaking of Adam. And the baby, the baby, the baby. I did read a theory. I think this is in one of our emails that gets sent to us. I don't want we'll to see what you guys think. I know we're running really late on time, but this is very relevant to what you guys were talking about. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it would be good. It'd be juicy. If somehow the baby does survive, she brings it back. It goes up for the adoption. That baby goes up, grows up to become Adam. Oh, mm. I don't like that. Gross. <laughs> I don't like that Cosmo, at all. Come on, get out of here. I don't approve. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Isn't that like some like, oh, but like in a show kind of way. It's like, but it's just like she killed her son. Yeah. She didn't know. Stabbed him. Yeah. After Ooh. she fucked him. Just to be clear. No. <laughs> no. no return, I don't like no return, it. No yeah, no reason. No return. No. Anyway, just something to, you know. I mean, I think if they do go to this route of the child from the forest the is brought back and does survive, I think there's... There's a world where it does come back as like an adopted child or I have no idea, but mm. um, I don't see it being any of the current characters we have met thus far. Could be Randy. What if it's <sighs> Kyle's? What if it's Kyle? Oh. What if the baby is Kyle? Oh. oh. You stay away from my little man. <laughs> I don't know if we can have cannibalism and incest both in the same I show. I disagree. Okay. You're talking to a Game of Thrones lover right all here. All right, all I mean, right. all of it. I guess that's fair. That's fair. There's so much more they can do. <laughs> they haven't even began to scratch the surface. They can, make, they can make you like it. <laughs> that's, that is a weird achievement that Game of Thrones achieved. Yeah, yeah, it is. They can make you identify with those characters. Uh, back in 2021, Lisa and... Uh, Wait, I already, I, I got really distracted thinking about Game of Thrones. And I, Callie is cutting cucumbers. She's chop chopping that cucumber. But back in 1996, Natalie's in the bath bin. I never knew they had a bath bin. That makes me feel better because we were talking a few episodes ago. Well, that's what I said about, about that stank. Like, well, <laughs> this, 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 sterilizing their weapons. Like they have a tub. If they have warm water, it might they just could be warm water. 
Well, yeah, but yeah, that's not how you sterilize. Weapons. I know, but, <laughs> but still, like you're you're doing something. I wipe the blood off. Make it a warm right. bath for someone with that much water. That that's be, a lot. That's yeah. gonna be like a. Th- how long was that? They have that to draw straws on who gets first and who uses the cold, dirty water eighth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because there's no way they're. It also would that have to be like an assembly line of like people bringing water mm-hmm. in and out. Because- Hi ho. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, they have to have buckets and buckets and buckets of water to fill that up. And it's like, where are you getting the water from? The fucking lake? Like mountain snow? <laughs> shit. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, does it? Yeah. But whatever. Movie magic. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad Natalie got a hot bath after in that frozen lake, I really right? hope Van and Ty <laughs> also got bath. Um, I, I need to believe. I need, yeah. <laughs> they bath together. I want to believe. And they bust in with frozen Lottie. Uh, and they say where the plane used to be. So she was just out there tripping balls. <laughs> Natalie and Lottie uh, <laughs> have a moment. Hey, look, can we be, can we be in our bath together, please? And <laughs> and they talk about uh, some apology. Hey, good game, GG. It's real. Yeah, do they give them the old GGs? GG, girl. Classic G-G. Halo talk. <laughs> no um, camp. GG. Back in 2021, uh, Lottie's reading through everyone's like self affirmations or some shit. And then she, think, they all mysteriously have the same handwriting. That's true. That's right? true. It's uh, just Lisa it's writing just Lisa, a lot. Like one nerd is doing them for extra credit. Yeah. Uh, and she finds, I think she hallucinates a queen of hearts uh, with the eyes marked out. Mm-hmm. And Lottie. Man with no eyes? Question mark? Yeah. It's either that or somebody else suggested. I, I like that. But, but, but it, it might be a clue that she's the queen, the antler yeah, queen, yeah, yeah. because it's a queen of hearts. Yeah. Um, but then Lottie walks through her little kingdom at night. She's got her knife. Uh, and then she goes down to, to bleed for the stump again. It's not the same stump. I guess any stump will do. Any stump will do. Yeah. He likes it's kind of like a payphone, but for the wilderness. Right. Yeah. Find a stump. It's like a, a right. node for the spirit. He likes stumps. Can you connect me to the spirit, please? Steve loves love. I, I'd like to make a collect call. Spirit stump stump. <laughs> Requires blood. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, can this please be enough? Yeah. Please. Can this just be enough, please? Implying that it's typically not because we saw that when she cut her hand and tried to get food uh, when she was in the in the contest with Natalie. Obviously, she lost that contest, even though Natalie was nice about it. Right. She almost died. So that wasn't enough. Uh, And I can also I think we can safely assume she later sacrifices something bigger, like maybe someone's actual life for benefits. Then that does work. So she's saying in this instance, can this please be enough? Right. that's probably all obvious. I just want to hammer that home. Back yeah. in 96, Van and Thaisa can't find the last tree. Thaisa's actually being really nice to her credit. Like, oh, maybe maybe the tree's over here. We haven't looked over here yet, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, Van's pretty down about it, right? And then they find more melted snow. Not the first time we've seen melted snow, correct? Yeah. And what correct. do we think this is? Just This is a fire? This is where Javi's been setting fires to stay warm, I, I think? I really don't know. It's something to do with the moss on the stumps, right? Stump I don't moss. know. But it's like, how is he... Lighting shit on fire. Fucking, he's got a lighter. <laughs> I can only guess. I guess. How does he get dry wood? I don't know. He just How like, has he survived? What if he's like a fucking beast and he does the stick just, rubby thingy? <laughs> the, the <laughs> yeah. I should have told him. He just starts laying down some like wicked like rap lyrics. He's what if he came fire. out covered in bark and like <laughs> mud eyes and shit? Because he's looking clean. Rufio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You but, do a Xena Warrior Princess, Steve. La, 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 la. I fucking knew it. Mm. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Camera's no. on you, Madison. La, 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 la. No. Uh, but yeah, so, uh-oh. What's this melted snow? 
I, I think it has to be little fires and stuff. Probably. I don't know what else it would be. There was some moss thing that it was in relation to, Steve, but I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Um, Nat found some melted snow like that earlier. Yeah. She did. Yeah. She's like, hey, what is this? Snow castle? Uh, and they see and chase someone. Huh? Javi? I was super hyped. Javi? Yeah. Back in 21, Natalie watches, uh, watching Lisa show off her fish, playing with the keys. Seems like a happy mom, and but also sneaky, not to be dancing around that. She's going to go breaking in something. Mm -hmm. Charlotte's house, I would imagine. You know what makes me feel good at night after I help some kid with her fish? <laughs> Beanie! Robbery, baby! <laughs> Back in 96, they bring Javi in. Uh, okay, before we get super into this Javi thing, they break Javi into the cabin, right? Uh -huh. The first, they, they take, they, the shot is of this girl. This blonde girl who's like, she says something like, oh, my God, or something like that. Who the fuck is that girl? <laughs> I don't know. Is she, it Melissa? She popped. It's a blonde girl. I don't I think, think we've seen her. I think it's Melissa. Or at least she, she was, hasn't She had, was one of the other girls from the trio that we saw in episode one. What? Okay, because they like were close up on her. Like, Was she wearing who? a backwards hat? No. Oh. No, she was just a blonde haired girl. No, like just letting it all hang loose and I'm just like who and I was so distracted by this whole scene like they're bringing Javi in and I could not focus on anything but her like who is that what is this person that's like someone who's like why did we need to see her reaction yeah why is she the one speaking why not any of the other girls I know their names of <laughs> I don't know I'll have to go back and watch because I didn't think of, I didn't think about it I oh, thought man. this whole thing was kind of handled poorly. Like everybody, yes. everybody freaks out. He yeah. won't talk. Natalie dips out. I like all that. They right? barely film him too. But like the Javi reveal was kind of a dud. was yes. my big note because it's like, they're all like, Oh, oh hi Javi. And it's yeah. like, what? He's been, no, we Whoa. have many questions. Javi. Right. <laughs> my own flesh yeah. and blood. <laughs> Travis. Yeah. I thought you were dud <laughs> I didn't think you were dead but then I thought you were dead and now you're not dead Harvey give it in for a big hug cause I missed you <laughs> I thought you were dead that's it but my feelings for you not dead <laughs> very much alive but Natalie I have me, sex you're dead dude yeah, Natalie I did not appreciate what is clearly now a prank <laughs> you play with my heartstrings, girl am I unpunked Where's Ashton? Where's Kutcher? Ashton? Tell Ashton, where's he at? I'm going to let one of these other chicks get on this now. I have words for him. <laughs> Not Mars. He's Actually, mean. Javi, could you do me a favor now that you're no longer dead? Could you like just dad? fade into the background? Because I got a good thing going on with these babes. <laughs> babes. Babes. Yeah, babes. super dud. Uh, I wanted that, that scene to carry a lot more weight. And do you still have that gum? Yeah, the gum. <laughs> I thought about the gum too. And they start arguing a little bit. Like uh, Van says, no, Ty, because they're Lottie's still dead something. And then she's like, well, Taisa knew where he was. Three Lott cheers for Lottie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Misty. No. Oh, come on. Nobody's down for that, right? Come no. on. And then Van says, there's something deep inside of you that's connected to all of this, right? Taisa does not like the sound of that. No. But it might be true. Yep. But Maybe. 2021, Taisa gets out of the truck. Uh, I think the store is called while you were streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why they've been hesitant to do work with us. Showtime. They were upset. We're like, Oh, we're going to start our own podcast mm. called while you were streaming. We don't want to compete with streaming things. 
That's in my head canon, right? Mm-mm-mm. That is in my head canon, and Leonard being alive is in my head canon. And right? it's in a, the two things. It's a Dalt van running like a like a boutique blockbuster, basically, right? Yeah, and somehow her scars look worse. <laughs> like they look fresher. They're like more red. Yeah, they just which is wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she but for memories, she cuts them every now and adult then. Adult van. I was so happy. Yeah, I was super excited. To see I'm really that. hyped about this interaction. This yeah. worked way better than Javi. Yeah. yeah. The Javi yeah. thing was such a wet fart. I <laughs> love your use of wet fart. It was. It's my new favorite thing. This was a total wet fart. Just a big, <laughs> like that. But this van reveal, I was excited for it. Because the whole time we see Ty, she's hitchhiking. Go to she's her. She's walking. Go to her. I want to I want to see her go to there. All right? Mm-hmm. And she went to there. All right? Yeah, I'm very did. happy about it. And also Lauren Ambrose, who plays adult van is just the casting for that spot on. I loved the casting for this for adult van. So good. I agree. I'm really hyped to see their chemistry, but also like what happened. Yeah. Like how she ended up with Simone and, you Mm -hmm. know, um, really interested. I wonder if they'll split up in the wilderness, if that's going to be a thing, um, or just kind of part ways when they get home. I think the magic's kind of gone now that we're not like tied together. I think it's the second thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's they part when they get back. Yeah. But it's fun stuff to learn. So yeah. I'm really excited for that. I think you're yeah. right. Great Mor- casting. Moral of the story. If you ever tie yourself to somebody, don't let them go. Literally. Yes. And that's the end of episode four. It's time for our choice <laughs> cuts, right? Our top three favorite moments of the episode. Um, Madison. <sighs> this was hard. There, there was, was quite a few. There options. were so many good scenes in this. Um, I'm going to have to go, oh, man, mine are out of order. Oh, no. Hold on. Okay. My number three was Shauna telling Callie everything, taking her out into the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. them having a moment of like, look, this is what's happening. I just really hope it unifies their relationship and now they're able to trust each other. And I'm hoping that scene kind of kickstarts this more just more interactions of like trust between the two of them and like kind of a more like actiony mother daughter like working together to kind of figure things out but that's my number 3 Steve your number 3 choice cut my number 3 I was I was having trouble with this episode coming with a list because I didn't want my 1 2 and 3 to be the same pairing I feel mm. you baby uh so yeah. in the interest of not doing that my number 3 is probably the biggest reveal of this episode of a character returning. Um, and that is Leonard's back guys. Leonard's alive. <laughs> My number three pick is Leonard is back. He's alive. He's the captain of the airplane. Now I'm so happy. He's back. He's one of my favorite characters ever. He's the captain of the crop duster sized airplane. He's a crop duster captain. This is your captain speaking. Uh, I know I'm the only one on this plane and the plane's not real, but uh, <laughs> we're going to be dropping down about three forty-five. I'm also a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. My number three, I had the same problem. I'd literally uh, just so chose many. something that wasn't, you know who, uh, but my number <laughs> three is Ben having his memories of Paul mm. coach Ben. Uh, again, I, th- I think that's a really, I'm, I'm sad because I think I know why they're suddenly playing with our heartstrings with coach more than usual, but I think it's very effective. I, I identified a lot with that feeling that I think he was experiencing in that moment. And uh, really good scene, that sequence with him remembering Paul again. That's my number three. Madison, you're number two. My number two was Lottie in the shopping mall. I kind of liked the break of kind of seeing 
those characters in the forest. So anytime that the, for example, when there was the feral feast and we got to see them in the luxurious Greek outfits and then now seeing Lottie in this world of the shopping mall, but also seeing, you know, Ty Van dressed normally as if they were, you know, in the regular teenager realm. It was just really kind of refreshing and also very daunting just kind of seeing uh, Lottie the way that she was surrounded by everyone else dressed normal. Um, and yeah, it just, it was just a cool, interesting scene and yeah, I liked it a lot. And Natalie was mean. Natalie was it Natalie. Yeah. With Natalie stick on and, uh, Van yeah. was a little mean too. Yeah. They're all a little mean girls. Mean yeah. girls. But Misty's hair. Oh, did you catch Misty's that? hair. Oh yeah. That shit was crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it. it was good. Steve, you're number two. My number two is, um, Walter and Misty in the car for the first time. They're driving in the car because the, it. there's so many fun things that this scene introduces. It introduces the fact that not only do they both love uh, musicals and show tunes, but, you know, he he is truly like probably the perfect person for Misty because immediately he's like, I wish I had a friend like you who was so gun ho and willing to do whatever it takes to protect the one she cares about, like her friends. Mm-hmm. They're going to cook. I'm sure they're going to call you back imminently. Like I, I love the dynamic within the two of them. And then Missy just doesn't trust it because her whole life she's been the butt of everyone's jokes or people have like abandoned her because she's a little off. And so she doesn't trust it. And she immediately is like, no, you just think I'm a yellow jacket. That's what, that's what you're after. This has been a whole big setup thing. And he's like, no, you being a yellow jacket is the least interesting thing about you. And when he said that, I was like, Misty, God damn it. You deserve love. You go get it. Let them fuck. <laughs> let them do it yeah. yeah no chris totally let them fuck yeah <laughs> fuck. dick down yeah let it, dicked on <laughs> my number two is the moose fall uh mm. i thought it was a powerful moment of just like complete and utter well this is fucked because uh, they found like, hey, this was obviously I knew they weren't going to get the moose. Right. As soon as yeah. somebody said this will feed us till spring. I'm like, well, obviously, that's not good for the plot uh, for you to secure that bag. Um, but it was still like, dang, like just watching like literally as the moose is falling. Natalie is seeing like not only oh, I guess I'm going to be hungry now. But it's like, we're literally going to kill each other. I just ate my friend. Right. I'm so hungry. I don't know what I'm going to do. He can't stop me. He's got one leg. I got the gun. So hungry. Yeah. Uh, you know, like as the moose is falling, she's just like, oh, shit's about to get weird again. Yeah. And I, I just thought it was a powerful moment. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Yeah. There's like two and a half seasons left at least. She's about to get so weird. Yeah. Um, but that was my number two. And I just thought it was an interesting thing. Uh, Madison, your favorite moment. Your choice. Your choice is cut. This was so hard. Um, but I think my favorite, just because of how I was just so entranced by the way that they filmed it, was the Misty and Walter uh, split screen scene when they were in the bed and breakfast. I just loved how they played into their similar. Um, just their similar quirks and how they, you know, go about cleaning and like checking, you know, make sure that there's, there's no, no bugs. bugs or yeah. And then to have them kind of act like asynchronously with like when they were in the bed and stuff like that. I just was like, it was such a good play on both of those characters and how they filmed it with the split screen. Cause it's really hard. I feel like to have a successful split screen, like sequence. 
And so I just thought it was very well filmed, um, very well acted out. And I, it was probably the most memorable of this episode for me. So great choice, choice cut. I mean, Mm -hmm. Steve, that's my, that's my number one as well. Uh, It was such a great montage. It was so much fun. I, I loved how they're the same person in so many ways. They literally have the same sleep app. Mm-hmm. That they put on before they go to bed. They had the gold face masks and everything. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just so funny. And the whole time, all I was thinking, like, there's that moment where they kind of perk up a little bit. I'm like, guys, do it. Do just it. do it. You're right across the hall from each other. I don't care which one initiates it. Just go over there, knock on the door and say, you still up? You still <laughs> up? You want, uh, let's, let's compare baskets. We both got baskets to see what we got, but you're not there to compare baskets. No. No. You're there to get dicked off. <laughs> You're there to get <laughs> dicked upon. Period. Period. My number one is the same thing. So, really, three way tie. Three way buzz. Is buzz. 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 It's three buzzes. Yeah, nice. I get it. You're a genius, Steve. Really though. We've done that before. But this time. <laughs> God, it took me. <laughs> I mean, the fact that there were so many good scenes in this episode. Like you, like, yes. I think this is my favorite scene of the series thus, or of the season thus far. And it's because there's so many different things that happen. Yeah. That's so. why I was so shocked to see somebody disagree with like Misty and Walter being entertaining. Interesting. Because um, like, like Steve, I think alluded, I think we're on the same page here. If I wasn't like conscious of the content and what people are listening to and trying to, if I was a hundred percent honest, my three, two, one would have been all Misty and Walter scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Um, and so I was just like, wow, I can't do that. So Steve had the same thing going on. <laughs> now, I love the stuff I picked instead. I'm glad we talked about them, but I mean, honestly, I just, like, I, when they're on screen, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this might get me in some hot water, but I'm going to say oh. it uh, like Natalie's bath, hot water. Oh, even hotter, <laughs> hotter water than that. Damn. No, like I think so. The Walter and Misty stuff is so much fun and there's such a fun pairing. And uh-huh. I love the concept of this buddy cop story with these two people. I wish the show was this. Like it was just these two people who are in a citizens detective society trying to solve crime and they're just weirdos and they are off putting to everybody, but they're very good at it and very fun to watch. Like there was some times where they would cut back to Ty walking on the truck and I'd be like, I don't care. Go back to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, like as Sean was like, Callie, let's have a talk. Don't give a fuck. Go back to Walter and Misty. <laughs> like if the show was just them. I think I would honestly like it more, which is I, that might be blasphemous to say, and I'm sorry, but that's my truth. But like, I love them that much. Yeah, <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I yeah. mean, uh, they're an incredible. Like I said, I really I've always wanted a spinoff. As soon as this character was introduced, I was like, Elijah, what is so perfect? Yeah, because he's been this character kind of before. I, I can't I can't tell you I can't recommend it highly enough. Uh, I don't feel at home in this world anymore on Netflix stars Elijah Wood and Melanie Linsky. Uh, and he is a very, a guy, a doofus version of Walter. Um, anyway, I just, he's always been good at this. So I'm with you. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the show Wilfred. Oh yeah. Wilfred. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I don't know if anybody remembered that. Yeah. yeah. The fucking dog. And that was that's back a, when that, I smoked weed. That was so a good was, like, show. Really I like that, that show. show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show for that. I was really young when it was out. I can imagine. I, rem- I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> I wouldn't mistake it for Clifford. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Why is he not red no more? That's how she talked. 
Uh, I like the show with the dog man. <laughs> yeah. Now let's do our honeycomb. We just got weird. Yeah. Whoa. All righty. We just got a bong. Wonder who it's from. Mm. It's time for our honeycombs, which is where yeah. we we pull out some Easter eggs from the '90s ish little things that we might have spotted, you may not have, or just fun to talk about. And we call them honeycombs because yellow jackets are bees. <laughs> Madison yeah. in this canon. Yes. <laughs> we'll go around the room starting with you. I didn't get a whole lot. Um, but Ooh. something I did notice, um, and this this has been a thing in the previous episodes, but I just noticed it and decided to write it down. Uh Nat's necklace has a paper clip holding it together. I thought that was very nineties mm. when she's like in her modern or in the twenty twenty one timeline. My friends used to put paper clips in their pierced ears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah bruh, so cool. <laughs> it's the symbol from Microsoft Word, the guy that helps you. Yeah, Clippy, <laughs> Clippy, yeah. Clippy. <laughs> Steve, you got a bunch. Uh, well, you know your boy paused the screen when Walter brought out his cassette I tapes. Knew, I saw that. I was like, I'm gonna write cassette tapes. Steve's gonna pause. Yeah, I, I, I just wrote cassette tapes. Just let him do his thing. So right? I wrote all of them down. There are four cassette tapes. I could not make out what they were because they were kind of on the edge of frame, so they were like so super out of focus. So I couldn't tell what four of them were. But the cassette tapes that Walter has is Rent, Mary Poppins, 2005. Ooh. Chicago, 1975, West Side Story, 1959, Singing in the Rain, Starlight Express, 1984, My Fair Lady, 1986, Elvira, 1976, Cabaret, The Wizard of Oz, uh, 1939, Cats, 87, Les Mis, 1988, and Mamma Mia. Mm. Here I go again. Nice. <laughs> and the cassette tape that uh, Misty chooses to play uh, had to have been... Um, Evita, right? Uh, yeah, it's that because it's uh, the Rainbow Tour mm-hmm. is the song that's playing. Is it Evita? I think so. It is. You're right. It is Evita. I'm just now realizing that my computer auto corrected it to Elvira every time. <laughs> so Evita is the actual. I like the Elvira musical better. Yeah. <laughs> Spooky. Yeah. yeah. Um, very cool. Very cool. And I love the idea that. If you take him at his word at face value that he did not he did not know that Misty was particularly obsessed with musicals. He just assumed that everyone would enjoy here without any other preamble. Pick which musical you'd like to listen to and handing that a bunch of cassette tapes. Out of these cassette tapes. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like a normal thing to do. I love that idea. Um, I just looked at the only honeycombs I had were uh, the poster behind Van in the video store. Mm. Uh, movies like Ooh. Train Spotting. Yeah. Footloose and Mean Girls are the only ones I caught, um, which aren't 90s movies all the way, but older ish. Yeah. And then I she saw, just threw Mean Girls in because she liked it. I saw on Instagram. I didn't actually pick this up in when I was watching the show, but I saw it on Instagram later that there is a sign outside either the diner that Misty and Walter went to or outside of Van's store. But it has a quote from Wednesday Adams. Like it's like I guess a trivia thing and it's like guess who said this or something like that and the quote itself is Wednesday oh, Adams nice. which is Christina, Christina Ricci. Ricci. Yeah, Christina Ricci's Wednesday Adams what? which I thought was really really fun. That is neat. That's cool. Steve, did you find anything else? Uh yeah, there's a Sweeney Todd reference. Um uh, yeah. that's the reason why Walter liked her cuz she made a Sweeney Todd reference on the forum. Uh I did like uh so 
she's making fun of Starlight Express and she's like, oh yeah, Cinderella, but everyone's a train. So I like the Cinderella reference, which mm-hmm. is funny. Uh, the idea of the girls at the mall are eating um, Chinese food or Japanese food because uh, mall court Japanese or Chinese food is fire. Yes. If you know that, it's super oily, super unhealthy for you. It's super good. So good. Um, Amercombi is mentioned. Mm. Uh, we all we already talked about Lady uh, Malawan. Uh, Malawan. Who, who is uh, Agatha Christie. And um, uh, you mentioned Coach Ben's book, The Magus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just brought it up so I could read you a synopsis because I think it's fitting that he's reading that novel. Oh, I knew it would be. The, the the Wikipedia short summary is The Magus is a postmodern novel by British author John Fowles telling the story of Nicholas Earle, a young British graduate who is teaching English on a small Greek island. Oh. Um, is that Earle? Earth, I'm sorry. Earth becomes embroiled in the psychological illusions of a master trickster, which become increasingly dark serious mm-hmm. not a good thing to read in his current predicament right no like oh, let me just I, take my mind off what's going on let me just really think about Paul. see myself in this novel <laughs> just pour myself into lord of the flies to take the edge off <laughs> just to take the edge off yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the last I'm one. piggy <laughs> no no piggy no oh uh, but that's my last uh Honey Kim. Honey Kim. Which brings us to our final segment, our buzz, buzz, buzzworthy performance, our favorite performance of episode four, Madison, queen of streaming things. Start us off. My buzz, buzz, buzz performance is Courtney Eaton, who plays young Lottie Matthews. Um, I thought we we just got a lot more of her this episode with the uh, the mall scene and also just her performance with the whole stump and cutting her hand. And I don't know. I just, I was like, we, we, we definitely got to see a lot more of her this episode and I haven't chosen her yet. And she was somebody that stood out to me this episode. Um, and so, yeah, I wanted to give my buzz, buzz, buzz performance to her. Awesome. Steve. Uh, I want to give my buzz, buzz, buzz performance to the, Oh shit. Blonde girl. Hmm. Uh, no. Um, (laughs) so I did, I had a hard time narrowing down. It's hard. Who to give it to this episode. Yeah, it's, uh, not, it's a tough one. Because this episode, like, again, everyone's doing great work, right? Everyone is knocking it out of the park. But there's not a, like, in this episode, there's it's such a large ensemble cast that there's not a lot of room for people to have, like, standout moments because everyone's there. When everyone's awesome, no one is. That type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's not true. But um, <laughs> forget I said that. <laughs> so part of me, in that debacle of not knowing what to do, part of me wanted to pull out a hand grenade. A rescue grenade? A rescue grenade. Unpin it and chuck it into the discourse and give it to Callie. But I'm not going to do that. I, wow. also, I also gave it to uh, Courtney Eaton, <laughs> young Lottie. You had me there. I was I, like, I wait always, a minute. What? I honestly was very close to pulling the trigger because I think she um, she does a really great job in this episode, especially the when when Shauna tells her what's what's what. And yeah. from where, where you were at with her character, it was a huge swing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to make to I'm make me you. actually not actively hate Callie for a minute is a powerful feat in acting in and of itself. <laughs> but but when I stepped back and, and I, I had her penciled in and we were going through and reviewing the episode and then it just came to me like, oh, no, 
Cordy Eaton, who is young Lottie, is actually doing a lot of really great stuff, especially in the ball court. A Lottie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's doing a lot of great stuff in this episode. And I think she is really the truly the 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 winner of the buzz, buzz, buzz worthy performance this episode. Yeah. I also almost gave it to Callie. I even thought about uh, Sophie Thatcher because mm-hmm. I like the moose Same. so much. Yeah. Same. And she had a couple other good scenes, but I've given it to she Sophie. She doesn't play the moose, Chris. Right. <laughs> I think she'd prove it. Uh, I, I think she, right, could. she could. I think she could. Uh, I've given it to, to, to Sophie Thatcher quite a few times. Um, deservedly so. But I also gave it to Courtney Eaton, who nice. I've never given it to. So, yeah. um, And I was on the fence still between the two of them. But mm-hmm. Madison, you swayed me. Damn it. Lottie deserves it. So that's it. A three-way tie on favorite moments, on choice cuts, and... On buzz, 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 where the performance is. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Heck yeah. I never know what to say. Like, I need something to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's our finish? Like, wet, yeah. wet farts. All right. <laughs> there you Ooh, go. Ooh, that, wasn't, that wasn't quite as wet. Mine was kind of dry. Yeah, it was a little dry. Oof. There you go. No, no, nice. No. This I mean, we can't end the, the show. Fart we can't end the show on three wet farts. <laughs> Don't forget Is to email in. Uh, I think I was I, I was very wrong. I was not performing well today, guys. I think that photo shoot like fried my brain. So if you're listening at home, and you're like, Chris sucked more than usual. That's how I feel. Oh, no. You I, did, I didn't. I didn't cue us up for overall thoughts at all. We didn't do that. You son of a bitch. I, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't explain. How dare you? You know, just a couple things. So thanks for hanging in there. I hope you enjoyed I'm that episode. I'm so proud of you, sweetheart. Thanks, Kyle's creepy ass I mom. I made you some taco chip panties. <laughs> Not panties. No. Actually, hell yeah. <laughs> Coming Kyle's mom has got it going on. She might. I like fi- Madison. Then <laughs> find out. But uh, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. Check out the Patreon. Email the show. Follow us on the socials. But no matter what, if you can't do any of those things, that's fine. Just have a good day. Keep being you. Thank you for supporting us and listening. That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. My name is Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. Happy streaming. It's April Fools, everybody. Just kidding. That was a couple days ago. But in the month of April, we've got some new patrons we want to give a shout out to because they are keeping the lights on for us over here at Streaming Things, as well as many of you who have been patrons for a very long time. So let's welcome these newcomers into our family. Our first one isn't technically new, but he did upgrade his tier to the highest tier possible of the K Stu patron saint of streaming things, and that is Stanton Valentino. So thank you so much, Stanton. Uh, we also want to welcome our brand new Try Before You Deny producers, Wendy O'Laughlin, Jason Hawkins, and Matthew Emerson. Thank you guys. Uh, brand new to the Marty B VIP section, we have Aubrey Carell, Tyler Ashby, Alan Tomlinson, Kate Lampy, Joey Stewart, Taryn Sayre, Jesse Lay, Kashunya, Luke Dixon, Lena Anderson, and Huang Lei. Thank you guys so much. And our chocolate pudding producer sections, we got some brand newcomers. We got Crystal Wheatley, Katie, Anna Javinjo. I'm definitely pronouncing that wrong. Uh, thank you to Bailey Patterson, Abby Christine Creations, Aaron Bradley, California, Alex The Average. I think you can be pretty great, Alex. Not going to lie. Lauren Daly. Sarah Podber, 
Richard Humphrey, Sarah Rowe, Chris Williams, Stephanie, Jose Presidio, 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 Presidio. I'm pronouncing that way wrong. I'm so sorry, Jose. Uh, Melanie Dame, Katie G, Wade, Huggy Huggy Loaf. I love that name, Huggy Loaf. And of course, the upside down Canuck. Um, What is an upside down Canuck? Is that like a, a mean Canadian? I don't know. Uh, and finally, our friends don't lie producers. We can't leave them hanging. We got to thank them as well. So thank you so much to Austin, Sylvie, Sahiba, and Zaray Penna. Thank you guys so much for continuing to support the show. We can't do it without you. And I hope you keep enjoying these episodes. <laughs> 